0: Hello, everyone out there in the realm. The realm. The That's realm. That's what we're calling it now.
1: That's what we should name the studio, is the Red Realm. The Red Realm. <laughs> Here we are in the Red Realm coming out to you in the Tampa Bay realm area. Uh, yeah, well, you know, yeah,
0: well, we'll call it Tampa Bay area yeah. in general. But then if you're referring to our community, it should be the Red Realm.
1: Yeah, we're the I Red- like it. It has yeah. that
0: Pirates of the Caribbean feel. Yeah, it and we're the Tampa
1: Bay, Gasparilla, <laughs> Pirates exactly. everywhere, the Buccaneers. All right. But we're back. I'm Jordan. I'm David. And this is our little monthly review podcast um, that we're bringing to you, to the LFC Tampa Bay community. I think off the bat, we should do the name reveal. You want to go right away? It, yeah, let's, we got to do the name reveal. Because right. how can we continue without telling people what the name of That's the show true. is? That's true. And I did say that you had to tune in to find out what it is. So That's true. So just go ahead and give it to him. You know, there was a lot of great... Great suggestions. A lot of great suggestions. A lot of alliteration going on. You'll never, you'll never uh, drive from home from work alone. Something like that. <laughs> that was good. I like that. Yeah. Um, but you know, the, one of the best ones. Your favorite, of course. On my chest. I, whoever submitted that. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we don't have your name down, but we really appreciate...
0: Well done. We had a good laugh about it for a solid 30 minutes. Yeah.
1: (laughs) We're still laughing about it now since you posted it, to be honest. The connotations... It took a lot of different turns. Yeah. It was a
0: real conversation piece.
1: We thought about it, but we just... We didn't know what type of audience it would really bring into the podcast. We definitely a mixed... (laughs) We didn't want to upset Liverpool <laughs> listeners or the possible listeners that we've dragged in. It was it was a lose lose really. <laughs> yeah. As great as the name was, yeah,
0: it was really just
1: set up to be a lose
0: lose. Yeah, it was more that like that should be a Donald Trump podcast, right? Yeah, <laughs> on my chest. Oh my goodness. No, only if you're in Russia. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Oh, not no, going political. No, no, that was no. the end of that. I Stick promise. Stick to the
1: football. Stick to the football. I know, no, it's just kidding. it's jokes. It's jokes. <laughs> We're just messing around. Oh, but with the name we decided upon. Drumroll, please. It is the Tampa Bay Cop Talk.
0: That's right. And it's not a police show. No. If you're tuning in because you saw the title, I mean, learn how to spell. <laughs> but it's
1: not a police show. <laughs> no, this isn't the kindergarten cop. Isn't that spelled with a K? Just, no, just for well, was it or was the I, for some reason I remembered like a crayon K over the it C and cop just yeah, be it like, might have oh been. look, it's a kid. He he doesn't know how to spell. Yeah, so if, I mean,
0: there's a lot of people. Have you read Facebook comments? That's true. <laughs>
1: a lot of people that don't know how to yeah.
0: spell.
1: That's a different realm to talk about. Yeah. some other time. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we're the, we're we are now the Tampa Bay Cop Talk. This is episode two. The episode two. We've Probably gotten to good. the other side of uh, that October run or the, the September Holy run. Holy crap! What a gauntlet. How was the? How was life at the pub during it? Uh, it was
0: good. You know, we had our little hiccup over at London Heights where the uh, <laughs> liquor license got suspended <laughs> uh, for a couple of weeks, so we had to hang out at Red Star. But it's all straightened out now. We're back to business as usual, and the crowds have been good. Everybody that came to Red Star was great. Like we. had a really good time over there. How was
1: your, like, Chelsea and City
0: turnouts? Solid, actually, yeah. I mean, 50 to 60 people for each. Uh, It was really crowded in there. Good atmosphere. Yeah. Um, Any cheeky Chelsea City fans? So we do have, like, two Chelsea fans that keep showing up. I think they want there to be, like, a London Heights, like, Chelsea group, except... (laughs) There's tool. no other Chelsea people in town, <laughs> I guess. Like I don't know where these where they think these people are coming from. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's like some American girl and her husband and mm, yeah, whatever. They yeah. just keep showing up for like Chelsea. Are they Chelsea harmless? Th- they're yeah, they're har- kind of harmless. <laughs> they just sit in the corner quietly. <laughs> That's fine The other one that gets me though Is there's this dude That keeps coming in And he's one of these people That like I don't know if he just started Watching recently Or something But he has Like 15 different jerseys None of them are Liverpool Okay But it, it, He clearly has a thing for blue Because he has like A Leicester A Brighton uh, okay. City okay. But he also has like Arsenal Okay interesting but I was like Brighton Yeah really. well, just, Like you it just, it just fell in with that he's He has Huddersfield Yeah I'm like You're really into the blues Aren't you <laughs> <laughs> Arsenal's like the only red shirt. Does he he like?
1: Does he cause a commotion, or does he just kind of hang out? And he really just hangs out. But it's just weird that he roots for like
0: everyone. Well, he just likes football. He
1: just likes oh, except for us. (laughs)
0: Like (laughs) he showed up for the Champions League game against Napoli and rooted for Napoli. we were like, (laughs) yo, get out! (laughs) You're like (laughs) a (laughs) troll, dude. (laughs) What is your problem?
1: Yeah, we have a we have a few trolls at ours to be fair. Uh there we get plenty of like older British people because like the pub, the Horse and Jockey if you didn't know beforehand, has kind of grown its reputation out on the beach as being like a pub that shows all the football. You want Scottish yeah. football, you want like the game that's streaming between Brighton see, that's and all we got to get
0: going. I need a Scottish football crowd just for like old firm
1: dwarves. Yeah. Just to so have people to hang out with and like You can cheer get them on. on TV now, see that Bleacher Report yeah. thing. Yeah. We'll see that so like yeah, they got this reputation so we like we get like we had a couple of city fans come in that have obviously been city fans since like the 70s like older gentlemen from england so it's like okay oh, whatever. fair play we had for the chelsea game this guy's called chelsea pete he came out oh yeah, I remember and, like, chelsea he, pete. yeah he's been supporting <laughs> chelsea since like the 60s yeah so fair when they, play. When it was a dog track <laughs> exactly
0: so <laughs> fair play. bridge was
1: a dog track but then we get like you know the odds like you know 25 year old in his first first of all the chelsea match we had a guy show up in a kovacic jersey Oh my God. and he's trying to talk he's track. on loan yeah, yeah exactly you know, me and Caleb you? talked about this we were like why oh, yeah, do you that's buy a, I yeah. do remember you guys talking like, about like why me. do you buy the jersey of a loan player when you have a world class player in your team like yeah. why not buy the hazard jersey when you before? have several world class yeah. players in your team well, buy like, a Willian shirt yeah, exactly get, get a Kepa <laughs> jersey like he's 70 million pounds worth he's the most expensive goalie like, and he was fantastic he against was. us
0: the, he nothing was. against him for giving up the Sturridge goal
1: yeah right because that's just well so I was gonna what I was gonna bring up was like for the Sturridge goal is like that that was like in my opinion like like in 20 years time when in Liverpool obviously Tampa Bay is like 4,000 members and we've got like 18 pubs in the area yeah. and you know we're gonna look back at the Sturge goal moment at the pub cause you need those moments oh yeah where you, like you jump around with everyone and like you see the value and like coming out to the pub and like hanging out with a bunch of strangers cause like when something like that happens like an 85th minute equalizer against rivals and like you get to jump around like maniacs and fall over on the floor and spill beer everywhere mm-hmm. then you see the value of like oh as opposed to just sitting on my couch like I normally do like coming out even if it's just for the big ones and like yeah come out and jump around and go yeah. insane and we had that huge moment the Daniel Sturridge goal was that the penalty miss for Mares was excellent it had yeah. I, the pub would just erupted it was great
0: yeah no the uh, the Sturridge goal so someone jumped on me I don't even know what happened next thing I know we're on the ground just like shaking the shit out of each other <laughs> And The whole place is shaking, yeah. Like it was yeah, just yeah.
1: one of those goals, like, oh, yeah, my it was, hair's standing yeah, up. Yeah, it was great, it was great. And we we'll, 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 we have plenty of time, to yeah, we talk about you and it. Daniel Sturge later. Damn it, so yeah, we we did I talk? talk, yeah. <laughs> and why do you talk on record? That's the other thing, <laughs> I should have said that privately, <laughs> yeah. damn it. Uh, so, um, <sighs> real quick, LFC Tampa Bay news If if you didn't know, the USA played Columbia over at Ray J mm-hmm. In Tampa, so we kind of got together Met up at Cigar City around the corner yeah, had, had a couple drinks I, I tried their Tampa Bay lager, it was very good Yeah It was very delicious And my friend had the Maduro Nitro Yeah, the very, nut brown Yeah very <laughs> <laughs> Okay, very smooth beer <laughs> That's literally what it's called. <laughs> that is what it's called. I I'm didn't. You, I man, didn't like... name it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the nut brown. Delicious. <laughs> but yes, to so the game. What'd you think about the match? <laughs> uh,
0: no, it was a super exciting match. Actually, you know, a lot of these national teams, you pay like 50, 60 bucks to go to, and then they turn out to be kind of blech,
1: yeah. You know, like the Gold Cup qualifier against who did we play? It was a team with an "and" in it. It had an Amber Sand in it. Like it was an island. I can't remember. I have. It's a French
0: island. Yeah. And I have completely forgotten the name of it since then. <laughs> Starts with an M, I think. I can't remember. But
1: oh, we played Martinique, didn't we? No, it was Martinique. Yeah. That's there was there was, was no That's, Ambersand. Yeah, it yeah, was you're just right. Martinique. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, so Colombia shows up with a proper squad.
0: Yeah. No, they they bring Rodriguez, they bring Cuadrado, they bring Davidson, Sanchez, Falcal. Quintero, like, Quintero, yeah. the whole group, and you're like oh, man, all right, this is is looking all right. And Against our kids, this is, like, a proper test for these kids. This is the games I want them playing because, like, you're never going to get to the level. Playing in Europe is great, and when you're playing, some of them aren't, some of them are. But, okay, that's good that you're playing over there, but on the national team scale, like, you guys got to come together and play at a high level, and you need to play this kind of opponent because this is what... This is what you're going to see When yeah. you get to the World Cup This is who you're going to play against
1: And like legitimately Like you know Where you want the US to be By the next World Cup Beating teams like Colombia Is yeah. like who you need to beat like Competing it, and
0: scoring goals Against yeah, Colombia, yeah, yeah. Like knowing what th- What the level is Yeah And a lot of these guys Are still learning you know I mean how old's way he's 20 or 20 tw- yeah yeah and yeah. you've got kenny, kenny saif who's never really been at this level consistently no he, idea who he was i just saw him yeah.
1: running down the wing the whole first half and i was like who is that guy <laughs> yeah
0: you know? yeah uh, like for somebody like bobby wood you know his club career is going kind of eh. yeah but he he's only 24 the, right He's only 24 yeah, yeah. but like he we need him to become somebody that's gonna knock in yeah like dempsey yeah. He needs to be like Dempsey's replacement, like yeah. a guy that
1: you can count on for a goal. And like even like you know like a Julian Green sneaking his way back into the, yeah into yeah. like playing the, the second division Germany. But hey, whatever. Hey, he's, he's, he's playing time. Yeah, he's playing. That's yeah. the
0: important part. So it was it was just a really good game. Like the first half, the only thing to come out of it is that Hummels goal. Yeah, was... and that was just yeah. I was sitting like in the corner. So like if I'm looking at him as he's makes that cut back in, the first thing I see is that post. Yeah. And then I see him just beyond it. Yeah. And when he cuts in on his left, I'm assuming he's going to cross it. Yeah. And then he unfurls that curler. And I was just, my, like, jaw dropped. I was just, yeah, okay.
1: (laughs) I I (laughs) I just clapped. I was like, okay. I had to watch the replay later because he's literally stood, like, uh, parallel with the goal line, like, with his chest. Like, if you drew a line straight through his chest where he was facing, Mm -hmm. he was parallel with the goal line. And, like, just inside the right side, if you're looking at the goal of the box, and he just opened, like, his hips up and right. somehow put enough power what on it. left foot. Yeah. Well, that is, that's his preferred no, foot. I think he's right-footed, isn't he? I have no idea. He's probably both-footed, to be fair. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. That's the point. <laughs> yeah.
0: That's the class of player we're talking about. <laughs> exactly. It didn't matter right, left, he'll do that.
1: I was set on the halfway line. Um, you know, opposite side of where he shot from. And so when he shoots it or whatever he's doing, you're thinking it's across and the way the goalkeeper reacts, you're like, Oh, it's going it's going high and wide and then all of a sudden it just starts dipping, dipping, dipping. Like Stefan's just looked at it and was like, mm. Yeah. And then it hits <laughs> it hit like perfectly in that corner piece. Mm-hmm. And then all the Colombians around me didn't realize it was a goal at first. And I was just kind of like, I think that went in. And then at the whole stadium, because it was you know, 80%, 90% yellow, just erupts. Yeah. And the stands were shaking. I don't know if you oh, – every yeah. goal no, of I was in, Like
0: I said, I was in that corner. So we all had the perfect view of it. I'm surrounded by all these Colombian people. Yeah, it was like – yeah, and then the stands Huge are shaking. Yeah. yeah, it
1: was wild. Biggest attendance in the history of USA games at Ray J. Was it? I yeah. swear we hit forty one time. No, they announced it. It was 38,000 for. 38,600, yeah. yeah.
0: It's a solid crowd. It shows you the potential. Of the game in this area, but you got to appeal yeah to the to the to the right crowd. Yeah. You know what I mean.
1: And we just nobody's ever done that. Really. I mean, yeah. And and when I when I showed up, I was first surprised. I was like, actually, you know what? There's a large Colombian community in Tampa. There's a restaurant called the Colombian. For God's sakes, yeah. in the middle of Ewar. Well, it's it's, <laughs> it's from Spain, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> whatever you know, it's it's might be spelled differently, but whatever. I'm I'm I'm, I'm well, making uh, the point and, here. And, and
0: and like I know a lot of folks who are like. You know, they'll be from, like, Puerto Rico, but they kind of identify with, you know, other Latin nations, yeah. so they'll root for them. Or whatever. Yeah. It, it was also kind of a cool game because there was a lot of Colombia people, like, cheering for the U.S. No, as yeah, well yeah. when they did well. So yeah. they it, it had a good atmosphere yeah, in yeah. general because even though they're Colombian and they're there and they're yellow they were still like they still have some affinity for the U.S. national yeah. team so that was nice. I see.
1: saw like a lot of people in like yellow jerseys with like USA hats or like, like, a, like a USA bandana yeah. or like sweat band on their arm be like hey well actually look and then the two old Colombian ladies behind me who hated me by the because f- you know I, I watch USA the same way I watch Liverpool I jump up I scream I yell at the player to switch I say stuck in I would say the referee's an idiot I go that should be a yellow card when we get a yellow card what are you thinking you know yeah. like all that so I guess I rubbed them the wrong way right out the back because I guess for some people like it's absurd to think that an American soccer fan could actually be that passionate about soccer or know what they're talking. Yeah, exactly. about. Yeah, exactly. So like we don't have the right to act like that. Nah. But I was like, whatever. So you get they this get a lot. Yeah, they got very pissed <laughs> off and they start talking about me in Spanish without knowing that I know a little bit of Spanish, especially the rude parts. So I'm just <laughs> listening. Oh, okay, yeah, that's great, wonderful. And they said like five minutes in when I cheered for something, like, oh, this stupid gringo, he doesn't know that um, both of these countries are my countries, so I don't care what happens. And oh, I was like, okay, well, I was like, whatever. But, yeah, for the most hard. part, everyone around me wasn't that malicious and angry no, at me no. for cheering. And, like, they got into it. When the USA scored, the whole Colombian family in front of me got up and, like, cheered. Yeah. And for the second goal, like, they really got into it. And they were like, I turned around like, that That ball, that ball. Because, the other ball from Tim yeah. Way was... The ball from Tim Way was perfectly weighted. Absolutely yeah. beautiful. But, yeah, it was a great atmosphere. And, yeah, I really had a good time. And it was great soccer, yeah. And, like, seeing Tim Way was excellent he was i thought he was the best player on the pitch other than stefan and goal who made like a bunch of saves even though he let in four yeah yeah no, yeah
0: he he wasn't bad i i still like it's games like that it's where he's gonna cut his teeth learn all these lessons that kid i mean come on you're not going back to brag on. yeah so this, sorry you, brad you gotta yeah. you gotta stick with this kid give him yeah. some time let him learn him and miazga and brooks gotta work it out but well, you could see, like, some good moments in there.
1: Yeah, I mean, t- to be honest, uh, I thought the back five was pretty good. Yeah, no, not that bad. We need, like, a proper left back. Robinson did pretty well, to be fair. And like, I actually like him a when lot. When he yeah. came off and the local lad came on, like, sorry, lad. What was his name? Ben Sweat. Sweat. Ben yeah. Sweat. He That, that left was wing just, was, was just— Him and
0: the, Fafa Picoult. I yeah. was like, these are just, this is just local plays. Yeah, Like, this is them trying to
1: drum up— yeah. Oh
0: well, he played for the Rowdies.
1: And so for the fourth goal, Sweat is stood at the halfway line, and the ball gets played over his head into the wing before it gets worked in for the bicycle kick. Mm-hmm. And I watched him because I I was like, oh, he's coming on for left back. I didn't think he was a left back. He comes on at left back, right? He was and, a good left back for the Rowdies, and he plays well for NYC. I'll okay. give him credit. So like he, he stood at the halfway line, and he just like has this moment like the ball goes over his head, and then he looks to his right at whoever was playing le- was supposed to be playing left wing. And they're stood, like, two yards away from each other. And they, he looks at him and then realizes, oh, shit, I'm the left back. And, like, turned around <laughs> and took off. And it was just way too late. Quintero, just when he came, the second he came on, was just a monster down that right wing. But, um, yeah, I thought the I thought John Brooks looked like a proper center back against, like, legitimately that attacking five is pretty good in, in the grand scheme of world football. Yes, like Falcao's will probably on his day. And we're day. missing Pulisic yeah, and exactly. that's, we're that, missing two of our best young players. That's what that I came game. away from, and I was so. like, oh, I I wish we could have seen Pulisic in there, like, playing creative, but whatever. It was Regardless, yeah. it was nice to see the youngsters. I thought Josh Sargent also was very good when he came in with his little he has a lot of energy. Yeah, he brings yeah, yeah. a lot of
0: energy. Brings a lot of fresh legs to the table when he comes on. I hope that he get. I hope Germany works out for him. Yeah, right. And he left Sporting KC because he was just like, I'm never going to play here. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird. Like they they like to drum up like, oh, you know, this is a good place for young players to go. But then you have like a, a Josh Sargent who couldn't get a minute. Yeah. So it's just a it's a
1: weird situation yeah. in the league sometimes. Yeah, you're right. Um. So. Columbia game now aside, uh, the other thing we have to talk about in regards to LFC Tampa Bay is coming up on November fourth, the Cancer Walk. Um, as we said on the last show, that uh, I think we previewed it on the last show, or maybe on Kobe? on Caleb's corner. Maybe on Caleb's corner, it might have come up after that. Mm. But we we put a fundraiser together, yeah, fifty uh, fifty raffles at Thank all you three pubs. Everybody who bought tickets, yeah, we ended up actually raising more than enough to get the twelve tickets that we were trying to get money for. And so we have two spots as of recording this on, you know, Saturday, um, the 13th of October. Uh, so reach out to us if you want to get in the walk. He's making us custom red shirts because we got the 12. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, if you want to walk with us, you just contact us. And if we have a slot, we'll, we'll put you on the roster or whatever. And Absolutely. you go out and you walk and you get a, a fancy specialized red T-shirt on behalf of the foundation. Yeah. And yeah, so we we raised the money. Congratulations to us. We all should pat ourselves on the back because that was our. I, as far as I know, it was like one of our you know first attempts to legitimately L- really contribute to a local charity. Yeah, yeah. and we so. did it. Like we we blew it out of the water in yeah. some aspects. So oh, thank you. This...
0: Just yeah. speaks to the strength of like our community. It's it's been good so far, so we're just gonna keep this thing
1: going. Yeah, find new ones. Yeah, exactly. Do if, more stuff like if this. If you have any ideas like charities or local foundations, And you want to reach out to us, and we can maybe figure something out. We are all for doing yeah, the, the charity absolutely. game now. Now that we got our feet wet, and now and now we know that we can do it. So yeah,
0: local or Liverpool ones. That yeah, exactly. are,
1: are worth it. Yeah, you we're know? um, not worth it. But you know yeah. what I mean. Like yeah, are, uh, <laughs> yeah. The the charities, right ones. The, wor- the charities that are worth it. <laughs> This is on my chest. Wrong word. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and we're deciding which charities are worth it. Tune Wrong next word. Week. I meant, you know, like yeah. the right ones yeah, for yeah. us to be. Yeah, to be supporting. Okay. Jeez. Oh, Strike whatever. one for David All on the right, podcast. Yeah. There we go. Uh, <laughs> but so, yeah, the, the walk is Sunday, November 4th. Day after the Arsenal game. Yeah, so there's so no, no conflict yeah, with Liverpool games. And uh, if you haven't been down to the. Walk to... off that hangover. Exactly. <laughs> You'll never walk off that hangover alone, my friends, for a charity walk. <laughs> uh, uh, we're also thinking about quiz night. So, Oh, yeah, trivia night. Yeah, we're trying to do a trivia night. Um, I know at the Horse and Jockey we have... Uh, one of the, the Owners Lee He does the trivia night there So he knows how to run it And everything So we're, we might start off there But we might need help With running trivia night Stuff like that Also we need to know If you guys just want Like a straight up Liverpool trivia night Or should we open it up Do I mean, general footballing knowledge With yeah. like a, a little emphasis section On Liverpool Yeah um, Maybe even open it up To like non-members Or what, yeah. do, you, what,
0: what do you guys Want to do
1: How do you want to handle this What should the winner get Yeah You know Is it a Free pint is Yeah it is, a, is, it a, is it a cash prize Is it do we maybe reach out to the club and try to see if we can finagle something? I don't know. Yeah, you know, see yeah. what, see if we can do something for a little trivia night. Maybe we maybe we set up like four or five trivia nights, and it's a league, and yeah. it's it's a just you got to trudge your way through. Who, who's the guy that? Who's the legend that comes over? Yeah, uh, there's a,
0: one that comes to the bar. and I can't. Like, blanking on it right now, but maybe like your prizes is, is next time he's over, you know, you yeah, hang out with, hang out with him, him, ask him yeah. a question or something, yeah, ask him one
1: whole question, <laughs> one question, don't bother the man, <laughs> and don't you dare ask him if you can ask a question because that is your question, <laughs> yes, very strict rules here, but yeah, so let us let us know if if, if you know, first of all, is that something you genuinely want to do? Because I, I mean, yeah. I want to do, I want to show everyone how much I know. And just you know, flex my football, my superior football knowledge on right. everyone around me. Are we gonna do teams or individuals? Well, probably
0: teams. Probably I think we teams. should. Uh, set Mark's up teams. on my team then. <laughs>
1: Yeah, we'll divvy up. Uh, like it'll be like it's that. Rather than like a salary cap, you get like an age cap. There you go. And so like you know you get like you get like two hundred fifty years worth. And so if you have like 2 two seventy year olds, you're like okay now you got to have like a team of like eight or say so. it's got to like, be like a twelve year old. Yeah, exactly. He's like you got a kid, you got a five, perfect. Now we got plenty of room. We got it low cap. Doesn't space. even
0: remember Torres.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, uh, other than that, I don't think we have anything else pressing uh, in, in the pipeline for us to. To, yeah, I think to that's announce. it for now. I mean, uh,
0: I know inside track that the planning for the holiday party will Ooh. be beginning Ooh. very soon. Ooh. Uh, so we're going to be working on that, but more to come. Yeah. Nothing to announce
1: yet. And that'll, that'll be for the next international break when we do this next one. All right. So, uh, oh man, I can't even. Have have you looked at the schedule on the other side of that oh, one? Oh, yeah, that's that's the whole Christmas holiday thing. Yeah, that that will come. We thought we just went through the gauntlet, but that, that will come. There's after. another one coming. Yeah, well, right? This next six games is massive, but yeah. we'll get to that. Yeah, so before we jump into reviewing last month and looking ahead to the next month, we're going to talk about the—because, you know, we're— we're October, right? So November, so December—two
0: whole months away from transfer season <laughs> to opening back up, and of course the English
1: media is all over it. Yeah, um, let's—I think we should do like uh, we'll save the substantial stuff for like a little later, and then we'll, but first we should just write off the bat the big rumor that I saw was Moreno to Barcelona. Bullshit. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs>
0: So they've you, got a kid in their youth system that's already better than Moreno. Yeah, I, right. Not look. I don't even dislike Alberto Moreno. Like as a player, and certainly not as a person. Yeah. But he's not. No, he's not going to play for Barcelona. Oh, no, I'm he's sorry. not. You're right.
1: You're right. But see, here's here's the way I thought about it. You know, as important as it is, like to have players that get on the pitch and they contribute to your footballing like ability, it's also equally as important to have players that are memes. <laughs> We had Colatore for a That's while true. and he left, you know, Joe Allen himself was a meme for a long time. He did do a little bit of contributing on, on the field, but he will always be the Welsh Shabby. He will yeah. never not be the Welsh shavy You're going to have
0: someone to sing about Moreno. Or, it rhymes with Pequeno. Yeah,
1: right? Yeah. <laughs> and first of all, if you just, you, everyone needs to go to YouTube and first of all, watch Alberto Moreno sing, We Wish You a Merry Christmas. Oh, have man. you seen it? Yes. We wish you a Merry Christmas. Like it's <laughs> It's hilarious. That's hilarious. Watch that. And then watch him do his pre-match press conference before the uh, Villarreal game in the Europa League where he's like – they ask him. He watches Soccer Saturday, and you know Jeff Kamara. If you don't know Jeff Kamara, he's the one that goes, unbelievable, Jeff. It's unbelievable. And so some of the English press were like, hey, Alberto Moreno, we hear you do a really good uh, Kamara impression of unbelievable, Jeff. Let's hear it. And, man, I can't even do how bad he butchered (laughs) – Unbeli- it's like, unbelievable, dep. Unbelievable. It's just YouTube that. And that is the value of, of Moreno, and he was Coutinho's best bud. No, he is
0: one of those squad guys. He's like a glue guy. You yeah. Know I mean, like, keeps everybody yeah. together.
1: They want to bring him in to – because we lost Lucas. He was our original Brazilian glue. And then we f- somehow stumbled upon this left back who is, like, an honor – he's like Antoine Griezmann is to Uruguayans. He's mm. an honorary – Brazilian yeah. and he just hangs out with them he speaks Portuguese with them now like he's on I see like Allison's Snapchat and Fabinho's Snap, Instagram stories and like Alberto Reno sitting there speaking Portuguese with all the Brazilian guys and like playing their weird Brazilian games drinking their Brazilian teas going to their <laughs> Brazilian concerts in Liverpool So, like, they're trying to steal our... Klopp keeps guys like this around for a reason. We need him. He's so satisfied with not playing and just hanging out. (laughs) He's like, he's
0: only got to play, like, three times a year. He's like, that's cool.
1: So, uh, yeah, Barcelona once again coming for key players, even though they aren't key to us succeeding on the field. Like our
0: actual talent level. Yeah, exactly. They're
1: just, (laughs) you know, they're important for holding together the team and and keeping the morale up. Yeah. You know, like, he he got a ticket in Liverpool for riding around on one of those... uh, what are those? Those two wheel like things that you stand on? What are they? the hover? The segway? Yeah, not the segways. The without the handles. The hover thing? Yeah, the hover. Oh, yeah. No. He got a ticket in Liverpool for texting and riding on one. Of those. <laughs> <laughs> he had to go to court. It's like two or three years ago. We can't lose Alberto Moreno for these reasons. That's if Barcelona. Piss uh, off again. You got Coutinho. You got Suarez. Yeah, you, piss you, you, off.
0: Go somewhere else. Yes. Leave you us. Leave, leave raid us. Arsenal. All right. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> go get memes from them. Speaking of Arsenal, we should jump into it. What do you think about the Aaron Ramsey stuff?
0: Uh, I, I mean, he's pretty injury prone. I'm not going to lie. But I would take him. Yeah. Challenge, you saw that goal he scored last weekend. Yeah. that The run up to that goal, like the all the play that led yeah. up to it was awesome. That yeah. was just a beautiful goal. But he, he he has his moments where he's just a sick player. Yeah. But I also wonder, you know, if Ox gets healthy, if you bring in, well, I know we're going to talk about it, but if you bring in Rabiot, yeah, or if you bring in like a Pulisic or something like that, where does he fit into all that? Yeah, I'm not. I mean, he's a good enough player to compete with those guys. But again, the injuries. Can he do the work? Yeah. Of a collapse system, I I don't know. You know. So well, it's it's going to be interesting to see. If it was free, yeah, no brainer. Well, so the others yeah,
1: so the if you don't know about it, it, he's either free at the end of the year, and Arsenal are actually the ones that are like, we don't want him. So apparently Unai Emery's like, I don't want him. And See, like,
0: it's interesting that they feel like they're at a place where they can just be like, I don't want this player. Yeah, like, right? He's
1: like a class player. Arsenal fans are really upset about it. and then I would be too. There's also murmurs because there is such a large market for him. And like, yo, Arsenal, you, you go, we're going to cut him. And then instantly Man City, Man United, Liverpool, Tottenham, Chelsea... Uh, I think there's even a couple Germany. I think Bayern Munich even was thrown in there, and maybe like an yeah. Italian team like gets interested in a player that you're like, we're just going to cut, who wants to sign a contract, but you just are not going to offer him one. Like, what doesn't that give you a clue that maybe he's like better than you think? So, because there's such a large market, though, they'll try to sell him in January, possibly, is the rumor. Yeah. Um, and if you look at it, because, you know, We're already—it's ridiculous, but we're kind of already, like, in an injury crisis in the midfield with Kata's back, with, with, with with Milner pulling his hamstring. And, like, you know, we do have the depth now. We're, like, losing, like, two players like that. We Not still, kill us. yeah, we still can play like a positive midfield and do really well. Um, and Kada I don't think is that that injured. He pulled off a sick move last night in international break or whatever. But maybe we do need in January to get another a creative midfielder like an Adam Alana who is coming back. But like someone like that who can like push us forward a little yeah. bit because when we got stuck with having to play. Henderson Milner, and Vinaldom yeah. to be fair like there's a lot of stale yeah exactly possession and it's a lot and of midfield. the same player yeah and trying to do different jobs in the midfield and,
0: and everybody's been talking about the absence of Ox and how much it's hurt this season I mean
1: I, I think we can all agree that yeah. like this is this has been pretty and, rough to take and then the other thing about it is he's in Europa League so he isn't Champions League tied. Even though they Isn't got cup tied, no, not because. Well, actually, they even changed the rule this year that if you transfer, you're not in January. You're not cup tied for the second half because of what Barcelona did with Phil oh Coutinho. <laughs>
0: exactly. They just rewrite the rules, so
1: it's actually irrelevant. It's but no, since he's since if we were on the old rules, because Alexi Sanchez did it with Man United last year and Arsenal because they were in the right. Europa League, he can just go play in the Champions League. Um, he would be cup tied in like the FA Cup and stuff like that if he plays. But I mean, we have the legitimate like rotation like in there. Well,
0: I would take that then. I mean. He's got all the experience that you need. He's played under top managers before. He's a Welsh international. Like, he checks all the boxes. He's homegrown. He home- counts yeah. as the
1: homegrown stuff, which is really important in the modern game or whatever. Yeah, no, it's, he checks all the boxes. I would take him. Yeah. And then the similar player you mentioned him before is Adrian Rabio we've been linked with, mm-hmm. who's, who is a boyhood Liverpool fan. Yep. And when Steven Gerrard retired, he like had a like a huge moment posted about him on Instagram with his massive picture, like praising Steven Gerrard, the greatest midfielder that's ever. So he's got a little bit of a passion for Liverpool there. Um, he's been turning down the contracts at PSG. And he's young. He's which young. fits the
0: FSG like criteria yeah. of what they want? And I mean, yeah, he could do the work. You know, you know he could do well in a clock system. The old, it would t- see the thing is though is like if he comes in. You end up with, and we'll get back to it later, but like a Fabinho situation where you're, when you're transferring in from a place like France, yeah, you, know, you need a little betting in, period. Yeah. And he, so, but he's still probably a very good asset if we can get him. So, yeah, yeah, I would
1: take him too. And like, especially since he might be free at the end of the year. Yeah. And like, imagine you get Ramsey and Rabiot for free. Yeah, right. Them. <laughs> and then you can move someone on, maybe out of your. Everyone corner. would hate us. Um, the, this other rumor that popped up recently, apparently his, uh, his, his agent was in Liverpool, is Luca Paqueta from Flamengo. I don't know anything from about this child. He's a young Brazilian. He's, he, I think he plays at, no, he plays at Fluminense. I think he plays at Fluminense. It's either Fluminense or Flamengo in, in Brazil. Um, he's getting like the similar hype that Neymar got when he was like 17, 18 or whatever. And like, he's supposed to be the next guy that comes into the Brazilian national team as an attacker and like, blah, 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 blah. So there's rumors that we're looking at him or whatever. It would be one of those, unless he starts getting more appearances with Brazil, it'd be one of those work permit things where we probably have to send him out on loan or whatever. And so I don't know if it's worth it. And the club did come out and like vehemently, like we're not interested in him. So take that how you want it because yeah. we haven't really come out and been like, "Nah," to Adrian and Rabo. We tend, to, or, yeah, we
0: tend to to be pretty hush hush about our true. business
1: these days, which I like. Yeah. Um. So, but yeah, so I as that's as far as it goes for Luca Paquetta. Um. Right. Well, let's let's real quick. The uh, there's two other transfers to talk about going out before we get into the main discussion that we're going to have on the transfers. Okay. Um, Klein to Lester. I mean, you know, if that was something
0: that he wanted to do, I would respect it. He's been. A good player for us, or a good servant to the club, uh, always been there whenever we needed him. But he has been sort of played out of the team. Right? Yeah, you know, like Trent is always going to play above him, and he saw last week. Yeah, City. Was, Gomez can step in there and be just as good as him.
1: It was a bit of a condemnation of Klein in a bit yeah. that he didn't play.
0: Yeah, um, like when when he felt that he must have felt that Trent struggled enough against Napoli to warrant not playing him. Instead of that or – my theory that I told you was that I, I thought he was going to try to play like three at the back at times and unleash Robinson to do whatever – or Robertson to do whatever he wanted to. Yeah. But, you know, again, like you said, condemnation decline. Like that just said Ray, everything you need to know yeah. about where his status is with Klopp. But so like,
1: you know, I'm I'm always an optimistic guy. You know, like yeah. I was with the the curious loan or whatever. I try to imagine ways that like, OK, even though all the signs read that you're leaving – And, like, you know, Danny Ings, is there a way for, like, you to come back into the squad? So the only thing I could think of here is, first of all, it it all comes down to this, and Klopp is very much this manner. If you want to go, you go. Like, he's not going to hold you back or whatever. But at the same time, um, Klein's been hurt for a whole season. It's kind of ridiculous for us to expect us to get up to speed with the whole Klopp system, with what he's got to do in the squad. The fact of the matter is is that he was starting to adapt his game to Klopp system because he was much more of a defensive fullback. Then he got hurt for a whole season and wasn't able yeah. to play and like develop more. So he is behind the developmental curve. We should probably look at him how, like we looked at uh, a Fabinho, like how we ended up looking at a Robinson, how we ended up looking at a uh, Oxlade-Chamberlain and be like, actually, maybe when we start getting to January with those tough runs we should wait till then before we make this sweeping judgment on whether or not he's actually going to get into the squad but at the end of the day if he does is if he's like sitting there going I want to get back into the England squad I want to be playing matches week in and week out I'm like 25 years old I'm like you know I need to be playing and I'm it's quite clear to me that Trent's in front of me and then Gomez is just going to move over whenever Trent needs a rest or whatever uh-huh. um, part of me thinks that was only done because of the run we were in and the intensity of the run Like, he had to put Gomos over there because he needed an attacking wing back. He couldn't risk throwing Klein into the the lion pit. And so maybe for this transfer, we just have to wait and see with this next run coming up where we play, like, you know, lesser teams and, like, Red Star Belgrades and stuff like that to see if he actually starts to get into the squad a little bit. My one retort to that. How old
0: is he? He's what? I think 25, 26. He's not that old, really. I thought he was at least 28. I don't think he is. Okay. So, all right, well— I guess even, all right, even at 26, right, you're in the back half of your 20s, like at this point, you kind of have become the player that you are. That's true. The player that you will be, no matter what. And I wonder about his ability, like, to develop into something else. He's 27, by the way. 27. Okay, so at at this point, like, I wonder about a player's ability to adjust to a new style, not necessarily a new style of football, but a new role within a style of football that you've. You've learned, but it's just it, – this is a high-energy system. yeah. And the more you age, the if the le- – and they're not all James Milner's. Yeah. Right? And he's got an injury history. Yeah. So I wonder about his ability to, like, thrive in this system long-term. Yeah. And I think maybe if there is some interest – he can. We can still get money for him at 27 no, yeah. what do we
1: pay for him? Twenty million? I think? No, we we didn't pay anywhere near that. It was before the market blew up. I think we paid like eight to ten million for him as a right. He was that cheap? Yeah, well, I mean, back in the day, that was really expensive when we bought him for a right back. Like okay. it was like double digits for a right back. Was so insane. today you could probably get what forty? Oh, we. I don't know if we get <laughs> forty, but we could definitely like from Lester, who's who's really interested in him, we could get twenty million at least. Yeah, at least twenty mil. Which I'm like
0: that's not a big hit to take on that player who has given you several good years who – Still has a lot of good football ahead of him, and in a, situ- in, a, in a system like that, may still be an important footballer to a team. Yeah, I just don't know if he's ever going to be important to us
1: again. Yeah, I w- I wouldn't rule it out just because you know he was he was part of Klopp's original setup. He did get us to Europa League final, we did play no, no, some good no. matches underneath him. He just always lacked like the final ball or whatever. Yeah, the, to the, be fair, a little
0: piece in the final third was always missing. But, but
1: I mean, it you know it we'll see. But part of me goes, you know you. you you have Milner playing that midfield role and Vinaldo playing that midfield role because your wing backs are flying forward, mm-hmm. so they can be, have to be able to drop in and play those defensive roles and like fill in his right back and left backs. But if you have one of your backs that isn't going forward, does that maybe just mean a tweak to the system where you start sending the the midfielder out into that wing space area that yeah. the right back would normally take up and have the right back tuck in a little bit where the midfielder would normally sit? Yeah, and I think last week with
0: Gomez, I mean, he did get forward quite a bit for probably more than I was expecting. Yeah. But I think if you were going to play him there regularly, he would sit a little bit deeper like yeah. that, in which case you do need a Lilana or an Oxlade-Chamberlain or yeah. someone like that to go up Keda. in. Yeah, Keda. Yeah, 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 to really
1: take over that. So, like, you know, as much as, like, his, as his attacking is probably his downfall, maybe there's an ability of Klopp to tweak this system a little bit to get him in. Because he is really class defensively. He's probably, like, Trent Alexander-Arnold is definitely playing... As good or better than he d- does defensively right now, but I think we all would say that like Trent has probably been exceeding expectations for the better half of or better part of six months, half a year right now. So, yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, like, obviously, at some point that becomes the established norm, but as we saw against Napoli, it can fall off a little bit or whatever. And, yeah, the one thing I, you know, I, I see a lot of people like beating
0: him up, it's just after. the thing to do, yeah. But I'm like, you know, the, he's a kid, he had a bad game, you know, if he was like 25, I feel like he'd be like, well, he's got to play through it. Why Why can't he play through it a little bit? Yeah, he's, true. Yeah. He's just a kid, you know, yeah. like... Yeah. I the, I, wondered I texted you I was like I wonder if he's not Starting against City Because he went out The night before yeah, for, for his, his birthday, birthday.
1: <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe Klopp is like Instead of playing tomorrow I'm just going to let you Go out for your birthday Instead because you're young You need to do this You're a yeah, young kid Yeah, You should you be have celebrating these, Yeah Have your life experiences I got it covered for you Or whatever Yeah don't worry about it You'll be on the bench We'll have your electrolytes In a bottle Your own separate bottle Just get them drunk <laughs> anyway. I need you for yeah, 30 minutes yeah. Be ready Just be ready by the 60th minute Okay And he's um, a flexible
0: player You could throw him See that's another thing Okay, so if we're going to play Gomez at right-back, I I don't know if we should save this conversation for later because there is a topic that comes up later, but you've said the same thing. He could play in the midfield, Trent. Yeah. So maybe he's that guy.
1: Yeah, I mean, but see, that's the thing with Klein, though, is that, like... Are we does Klopp legitimately, given all the talk around Gomez, really want to keep moving him to right back? You need no. a right back backup, and like in the same token, like if you want to use Trent as our backup, backup, backup six, even though we have Fabinho now, or even putting him in the midfield, which we did at the end of last year. No, we did. We had to put him in the midfield because we didn't have options and we need to give breaks to players before Champions League games. And if there is an it, and there's been talk of it of moving Trent into the midfield, you need a Klein, and we there's a transfer window coming up in January. It doesn't make sense to sell a right back to bring yeah. in a right back that has to learn the whole new system. Yeah, so, no, that's fair. Yeah, we'll we'll see and we can get into all that other rotation stuff a little later with the defense, yeah. but um the last the last transfer out before the big one. Uh apparently is being touted by Galatasaray. Oh, didn't oh, get in the go for it. didn't get in the League Cup game like we speculated he might. He traveled with the team to Napoli and didn't get on the bench. Yeah. Looked um, like he was having
0: fun in training, but yeah. that's about
1: it. So I mean, <laughs> he's still young, he needs to be playing. Um once again, kind of with Klein, we'll see going forward. Klopp kind of explicitly told him, training's where you're going to prove yourself. So he's done well with the U23s, but it's the U23s. Um, but apparently he's not doing enough in training to even get a sniff of an opportunity. No. I, I just... He hasn't made the bench. He's, You know,
0: Klopp kind of, once he moves past you, it's hard to get back yeah. on, his, I think, on his good graces a bit, and I, I think he might have moved past Origi. So if Kalatasseri's coming in and wants to buy him and you yeah. can get the money that we wanted... All right, and then have, the other one,
1: son. the other thing in regards to Origi is that we did accept an offer from Fulham, and he turned down the contract, which is half like him not wanting to play at Fulham, and the other half of that is um, he wants to still make the money that he's making at Liverpool. Yeah. So, well, if, Gal- if
0: Galatasaray can offer it, then go for it. I think maybe stepping into a league like that is the best
1: fit for him. It's yeah. the best thing that could happen to him. I mean, it's done wonders for you can bang a few past carriers. Yeah, it's done. <laughs> We can We we're gonna have to do a, a loan show separately, and there's a Karius section to come up. I don't oh, know if you've been keeping track, a, a but a little bit. Yeah, he had him. He had a moment in the Europa League. He's had a few. Yeah, <laughs> oh. it's not looking good for old oh, Um oh. So yeah, the rumor is that Divacarigi will go to Galatasaray. But the big rumor is a combination of uh, heavy rumors in the summer and a, a new, brand new rumor yeah. is. <clears throat> Bruce Udorman. They have Christian Pulisic that we've been tracking for a while. We all know that story, and we they have this uh, young English lad named Jaden Sancho. Now, if you don't know Jaden Sancho, Jaden Sancho was at Manchester City, and I do believe that Bruce Udorman came in and signed him or bought him. Well, they acquired him, but I believe they bought him instead, rather than signing him at the end of contract. They brought him over to uh, Bruce Udorman because he wasn't getting any playing time at Manchester City. He's been breaking into the first team at Borussia Dortmund and doing really well. So he's a young English lad playing really well. He just got called up to the national team. Mm-hmm. I don't think he played last night, but he's probably due to play in the next friendly that's coming up—the non-League of Nations game. Um, <laughs> League <of> Nations. Man. <laughs> Didn't they learn from Woodrow Wilson? It doesn't work. <laughs> You can call it the Nations League. It's still the same thing. It's gonna crumble. Yeah, exactly. Until you come up with your UN version of this competition, exactly. Don't call us, okay? Yeah. <laughs> but so yeah, so Jaden Sancho is this young young English talent that is starting now because of his half season in Germany to get attention of the Premier Leagues now, about Premier League teams now, because he's actually getting a sniff and, and showing himself on the main stage and not just in youth games for Manchester City. Um, however in regards to Jaden Sancho, the number being floated out there is a hundred million pounds to acquire his services. So How old is he? he is I believe he's eighteen. He's very, very young. A hundred million for well, an eighteen year you know, old who's quite yeah. frankly unproven well even Christian Pulisic he's class but 70 60 70 million for Christian Pulisic at you know 20 I'll say 40 million in day. <laughs> yeah, right? Is a pretty outrageous. So I mean uh, so the question becomes is Which w- one would you prefer? Would you prefer would you rather get a Christian Pulisic for the 60 million or would you rather get the Jaden Sancho for the 100
0: million? I'm going to stick with Pulisic. He's got a few more years of experience. He's played under Klopp. The marketing opportunity on this continent is yeah. so massive yeah. and would We've talked about it. would completely cement Liverpool's, you know, American Fan presence. Base. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I do think he still has such an incredibly high ceiling. As an American, I'm biased. I want him to play under Klopp. I don't want to see him end up under somebody like Mourinho. Yeah. Not that I think that'll happen, but, yeah. you know, there's talk of him going to Chelsea. And not that sorry would be bad for him, but, you know... I just don't see him getting into that team all that often. And I'm not saying he's going to come right in and break into Liverpool, but over the next, like, two years... Yeah. And we do see this need for a number 10 type. Can he slide into a role like that? Our attack
1: is missing just one more piece, really. It really yeah.
0: is. That driver in yeah. the midfield. Yeah. And I, he could be somebody that could do that. And at $60 million, compared to $100 for a guy that is a couple years younger and you're not really 100% sure what he is yet. I'm still going to go with Pulisic because I think we're in a place right now where we're only, I mean, we're in a title race right now. Yeah. So you want to keep yourself in that race. Yeah. And I think that's the best way to do it is is to start thinking of not necessarily
1: two, three years down the line, but next year. Yeah. I'm, I'm the same with all those points on Pulisic and, you know, also to like this football isn't just one season or next transfer window. Like, maybe, you know, Borussia Dortmund's putting $100 million on him because they want to keep him. That's kind of yeah. what they did with Dembele. Like, All right, if you really want this player, you're going to have to cough up the cash. Otherwise, we don't want to really sell him. Right. And you can't really just say—a club like Borussia Dortmund can't say no to a player. They can't just go no because then the player gets upset. They got Well, they haven't met your price. Yeah, Like, they haven't met the price. They don't value you how valuable you are right so like since they got away with selling Dembele for 125 they're allowed to now like set whatever price they want because they have the evidence and the proof of yeah. selling players so and like they've they become known as this like essentially factory for young talent yeah exactly <laughs> you know what I mean? so, so but so like in my mind like you buy if, if you buy Pulisic next summer you start, like, working him in or whatever. And then two or three years when Jaden Sancho's 2021 20, and he's coming to the end of his contract and now he's ready to move on, you go back in. And whatever the price is then now, that, at that point, you consider that. He, million. Yeah, exactly right. <laughs> whatever outrageous figures we're working on Well, with and now, they,
0: they're going to rake any English club over the
1: coals because he's a he, yeah, exactly. homegrown. Well, yeah, so. Bundesliga, like, has a reputation, too, for being like, let's upcharge all these players to oh, the English yeah. Premier League because everyone knows about the, the contract money and the television yeah. money. and, and the, the Bundesliga. They need young talent. They need other teams, other
0: than Munich, to be good to keep yeah. the interest high. Because well, this season, have you struggled. seen the table? Yeah, yeah. No, oh. I mean, Munich's been struggling. Yeah. This is a uh, and we, I, one of my friends, who's like the goalkeeper on my Sunday team, he's a, he's a Bayern fan, and he was coming into the season, he was worried. He's like, no, I, this is not. This is the least confident I've been in years, like in this team. But he's still, you know, he's like, we're rebuilding, but I think we can absorb it. Yeah, I'm like you guys will just buy
1: whatever talent yeah, exactly. everybody else in the league has to <laughs> bring back everyone else that you have on loan to like in right. other clubs like and... 52 players yeah, on exactly. loan exactly yeah so they'll they'll be all right but yeah i mean yeah, let him, I would let, I would prefer Christian Pulisic, American market and all that stuff and, and leave Jaden's. And if an English team wants to come in and spend a hundred million on an 18 year old and put that on him and put that pressure on him, then go ahead. And I like this kid's attitude. Yeah. I like
0: the fact that this young English player was like, I'm going to go abroad. Cause I don't think,
1: I think we all know like English players don't do that enough. No, they don't. They should. Eric Dyer did it. He went to Portugal. Not a lot of people know this about yeah. Eric Dyer. But well, played... look at what that did for him. You exactly. Know, like,
0: these English, these young English kids that if they're not going to play in the, in the country they need to go abroad and get experience and this kid took that on and is now playing in a champions league side so credit to him exactly at a very young
1: age so yeah one to look for in the future yes stay tuned but two three years down the line that's it for our for the transfer rumors coming up just just get prepared you're going to see a lot more transfer rumors coming (laughs) coming up (laughs) december that might be all we talk about (laughs) right Uh, oh is
0: just gonna be a circus
1: yeah right um so let's let's
0: review it september I can't wait for the Adam Bogdan to Manchester United rumors.
1: (laughs) Well, they might need a goalkeeper soon. You never know. Yeah, save that one for the We have a a good old segment on Adam Bogdan for the loan show. Let me tell you, I got into his numbers, and I was very impressed. We might have to bring him back to fuck Mignolet. Bogdan, back up. Bring him in. Oh, no, never forget. Never forget he dropped the ball at Watford, literally dropped the ball. Both literally, both literally dropped the ball. Uh, Anyways, so September, let's talk about it. It's finally over. Breathe. Oh, thank God. Breathe, man. we got to the end of this thing. We'll, we'll, I'll do the results real quick in case you want to rock. So it's all started a long time ago, it feels it like. It seems like ages ago, Todd. And we were like, oh, the season's
0: going to heat up. And now I feel like it might as well be It might as well be over. <laughs> yeah, right? I need a break. I need
1: a solid break. I was looking forward to this international break. I, just, I was like, yeah. I
0: can't take this anymore. After
1: that penalty went over for Mares, I just was thank God this is over. I, I like, need. I'm going to go. Clean my pants, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> do some laundry, actually go grocery shopping for once, to, like, accomplish some things in my normal life. Dry out, yeah, River right. needs a break. Right, so, you've, yeah. <laughs> so you've been, have been under a rock? Two one Tottenham at Wembley. Victory for the Reds, 3-2 victory at home against PSG in the Champions League, 3-0 victory against Southampton at home uh, in the league. Then we lost to Chelsea 2-1 at home in the League Cup, whatever, whatever. Drew them 1-1 with the amazing Daniel Sturridge equalizer a few days later at Stamford Bridge in the league. Lost to Napoli 1-0 on the biggest pitch that the world has ever seen. Um, And then we drew City 0-0 with a Riyad Mahrez miss penalty end to... Let's just go over the table real quick. Be even on points at the top of the table with Chelsea and City. However, City's in first place with 18 goal difference already. Yeah. Well, you almost—they're going to be hard to keep up with on goals. Yeah. I mean, we're going to have to turn into a goal machine. Chelsea has 13. Well, We have 12 goal difference. The key thing about this is, though, is that we've only let in two goals. Yeah. So, I mean— And isn't goals conceded the first tiebreaker if you finish on the same— No, it's actually goals scored. Is it? Yeah, uh, and then it's goals conceded. Okay. So— but actually, that doesn't make It, it is goal scored because if you had the same goals scored and the same goals conceded, then you have the same goal difference. Yeah. You? Like, yeah. there's no point in doing the goals conceded because yeah. you've already had the same goal difference. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, obviously, then, if you have the same goals scored, I think it's head-to-head after that. Um, oh, I thought it was yellow cards yeah, like and, the World Cup. And so, like, to, the, to that point, like, yeah, we're even on points, but also we're the only team who have only dropped points to the other top two teams. Yeah. And they've dropped points to, you know, West Ham and... Uh, who was uh, it? Wolves. 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 Yeah, w- w- City drew Wolves team, or whatever. Um, and then in the Champions League, we're we're in on second. Napoli has four points. We have three points. PSG Actually, has three. We,
0: uh, technically, we're behind. We're in third. No, no, no,
1: because no. I I messed up in in ordering it. It's head to head in the Champions League. There's no goal difference. There's no goal. difference? No, oh. it's it, goal difference comes after head to head. Nice. So if we draw them and we end up on points with them, we'll we'll go through. Alright, I'll yeah, take that. Yeah, so we are second. We're in qualifying position. Everyone, Whew. take a deep breath. Okay, <laughs> losing away in Europe's not the end of the world. Okay, no, and
0: that, that was the big thing. I I was like, don't read too much. It's like, that's a quality side on a massive pitch and a weird night. And yeah. when you got city at the weekend, it was yeah. just like, uh, didn't the, even
1: watching the game it just felt weird. Yeah. It, it, nothing was going on. We were so satisfied to just kick the ball along and maybe get a breakaway. and just, like, <laughs> we just sit on it. It was a snoozer of a game. Yeah. And Red Star has, has one point if you're keeping track at the bottom of the table. Okay. Right. Um and yeah that's that's the uh that's how it is. We are we are if you're keeping track 9 points ahead of where we were last season at this point. We were yes. also sitting in eighth p- place at this point last season. Um and yeah. we'd also had tied both of our Champions League games. And Mo Salah had the same amount of goals if I'm
0: not well, mistaken. Well, he two
1: two more goals than two he has goals, now whatever. Okay, so, whatever. you know, uh imp- improvement I think is the the overwhelming feeling. Definitely. I mean, come on, we're not giving up
0: those goals at the back like we You know what used to piss me off the most? It's like we weren't giving up world-class goals. Yeah. It's not like they were those hazard goals where you're like, "Hmm, okay. Okay, yeah. There's not much you could have done there, yeah. Yeah. No, it's not. We weren't giving up those goals. We were giving up goals that you're like, why did that happen?
1: Yeah. (laughs) Like, how is that possible? I've got five professionals back there. And in the same light, like not even like just not giving up the shit goals, but also stopping really, really clear-cut opportunities. Yeah. Yes. When they're developing, like Allison with the breakaways against Chelsea, yeah. um, even Lovren against City, where he's one on one with Gabriel Jesus, and like, okay, brilliant. Being honest. You see that? Someone, like, clips that clip, right? And they stop it right when it's one-on-one with Jesus and Lovren. And they go, okay, you have three outcomes here. What do you think happened? Lovren misses it, and he skips by. Lovren takes him down, into a red card, or Lavren makes the tackle. I think most people in our fan base would be like, oh, Lovren fucks it up somehow. La, la, la. Even the announcer couldn't give him credit. Did you hear that? Yeah. He's like...
0: Oh, he's playing really well, but you just feel like he has a mistake in there somewhere. (laughs) And I'm like, you can't even give the guy credit for playing class like he was lights out in
1: that match. To be fair... He did kick Sergio Aguero in the penalty box, that it should have been a penalty early on. Oh come on, that was soft. Uh, it was soft, but it's, it's one of those.
0: Soft. If I, as I mean, you've played, yeah. played a fair amount of defense, as have I. If I, if that goes against me, I'm livid. Well, like, I mean, t-
1: l- it's literally Lamelo Van Dyke. It's literally yeah, that. It's the same thing, and, and I was... couldn't do it two years in a row. <laughs> no, I guess not. Yeah. I guess all the luck's on our side. But yeah, like the Verge.
0: The, you know what I love about Van Dyke? He just never looks troubled. Yeah, right. I mean, he just he was running back to make that tackle, and I was like, look at this face yeah he's not even like he's just like not gonna break a sweat you know? Yeah, it just <laughs> doesn't it, carry it out. It was a PK. Yeah, it was a penalty. And then he
1: apologized for it. <laughs> <Yeah. I> was... <laughs> well, it's so much easier to apologize and admit it was a penalty when the guy misses it. So, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so. It's like everyone after the game was like, yeah, it was a penalty, but you know. Uh, Whatever, it's yeah, fine. Yeah, it's all right. wrong. <laughs> don't lie. <laughs> <laughs> if it had gone in, oh, that's the shittest penalty <laughs> I've ever seen. Van Dyke's after the match like this referee. <laughs> he's stupid. He doesn't know anything. Afterwards, everyone's like, no, no. It was no, no need clear for fines. PK. So, yeah, clear PK. There's no harm, no foul. <laughs> All right oh, no. but yeah so yeah yeah. not letting in silly goals having a goalkeeper that once again is yeah he's been lights out yeah I've written down that he like not only did he he had the one mistake yeah like, but since then not only did he earn us a point at Chelsea and earn us a point against Manchester City we made a couple of saves or whatever but in the same way. Well, he's life, definitely in Mahrez's head there. Yeah, exactly. You know oh, mean? did you see? I love this. People don't really pay attention to this a lot unless they've played goalkeeper at some point or played soccer a lot. There's a lot of stuff that goes on before the penalty kick. Oh, there's so, It's a lifetime. Oh, If you're the one taking it, yes. it's a lifetime.
0: I'm always the, like standing over the ball like just below the... F- yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> like, right? I just like, want to get this thing Some people don't goal. want to look at the goalkeeper. So, like, I, as, I won't. I never make eye contact.
1: When I'm a goalkeeper, I'm, yeah, I'm talking to you. I'm looking at you. I'm trying to, like, get in your, I'm trying to get if your If you attention. make eye contact, he's in your soul now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so he did all the, he, like, took a drink of his water bottle, put it down, see if there's water in it, squirted the ground, took another drink, like, uh, messed around or whatever, like, walked around. line exactly. And, like, having a goalkeeper, like, I mean, Maiton Light, like, to be fair, was good at penalties, but, like, he had the mind games and, like, he, he messed with it enough and like had him off enough that he just skied it. there's
0: a whole book about pks it's called like 12 yards and uh god i can't remember the name of it but like 12 yards in a dream or something yeah. like that. i don't care can't remember but yeah. it's all about what goes on at the penalty spot yeah. it's an entire book it's because it's, it's when you see it if you've done it if you've ever done it you know like it's just the longest like 45 seconds yeah. of your life it's
1: <laughs> like blow the whistle just blow the whistle I just want to kick the thing yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: and if you're on the other side you're like this is going to be the longest 45 seconds of all of our lives yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh, <laughs> but yeah. So, but we should know as Liverpool fans the importance of pre penalty kick antics. You know, oh, Jersey yeah. Dudag, Bruce Grabalar, wobbly legs, and all that. He didn't do all that. He's saving that for a proper occasion. I feel like. But you know, he's he's he's. It's so nice. He, uh, the the a real keeper, man. The biggest thing I can say about him is that you hardly ever talk about him until you need to, and then it, all you say is like, "That's why you spent the money." Like yeah, that's all. He's you...
0: been worth every penny.
1: Yeah. Other than like the lesser thing is so far away now. We won that game, and who fucking really cares about it? Sh- anyone who's still talking about that shit can just shut up. and Yeah, yeah shut up. He has a couple moments where he's holding on to the ball and I'm like, oh my God, Allison. But he, nothing's happened, so Nothing, you know what? And like,
0: yeah, it was just worth every penny. Yeah. That's all I can say. Is it, it, you, you, I also liked what he said before the City game. He was like, this. they were asking him, you know, like, are you among the best goalkeepers in the world? And he kind of was like, at the moment, yeah, you could include me in there with, the, uh, you know, the yeah. lawyers, and he lists off, like, four or five great keepers. He was like, but it doesn't really matter because you're only ever going to be on that list as
1: long as you keep making the saves. Yeah, that's true. So it's he's a good like, mentality. Yeah.
0: I'm yeah. like, he, oops.
1: Oops. Sorry. <laughs> it's, it's, that's our episode. Like, every episode, we have to attack the microphone. <laughs> someone, so you we it got it, to hit yeah, it. We got <laughs> to
0: get it out of the way early on. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I love that mentality of just, like, it's only the next result. That's all anybody's going to remember. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like. Yeah, you have people like us who are gonna be talking like, Oh, he did this and yeah. he kept us in this game, blah, blah, blah. But there's always Twitter's always gonna be like on your last result.
1: Yeah. And, and the media's yeah. always gonna be he, on your last and result. And he has that so. mentality and like he knows like the price tag that's on him, but he's not letting it phase him in, in any way, shape, or form or whatever. Yeah, it's it's been class. And then in front of him he has what what is becoming like one of the best center back pairing. Like listen, I people need to appreciate like that right now we have gone half a season of Premier League football without conceding at home. I don't oh, know. Oh, We oh, haven't oh.
0: conceded at home since February.
1: No, that's what I'm saying. We've done we've done <laughs> oh, nine, okay, okay. nine fixtures oh, yeah, yeah. in a row without conceding yeah. at home. And that's, you get, you know, or yeah, you get nine games at home. Oh, no, sorry. You get 18. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, half, you get no, 18. 19. You get 19. Yeah, yeah, 19. Oh, yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, so it's half a season of home games. You, you, you've not conceded. Yeah. And like, it's so, it's however in, in many minutes at home that no we've not conceded. No one's talking about
0: our defense anymore. You know, we used to get beat up
1: for yeah. that.
0: And now no one's saying, like, oh, Liverpool is just a goal sieve. Yeah.
1: No. No, and like, to be legitimate, it's, it's so amazing how. Quick our center backs are. And if you if you're two of
0: the fastest guys on the team.
1: Yeah, people don't talk about it, but Joe Gomez is wild. Like, if you talk to you see these interviews that players talk about, like, hey, who's the best dress? Who's the worst dress? Who's the fastest? Joe Gomez gets a lot of shouts. Yeah. He gets a lot of shouts in, in those videos, like, well, actually, Joe's pretty quick. Blah, blah, blah. He's a very fast lad. And like th- th- there was that play against Chelsea where Williams trying to break away, and like they're out of position, and yeah. both Joe Gomez and, and his, yeah, the they both catch up with him. And look, look, look at Veron look at all the these like new, newer like world class center backs. They all have pace to them now. Yeah. Like they all can run and keep up with the attackers, so they can make up that ground on breakaways. And these we're legitimately seeing a even better than when we had Kara and Hoopia, yeah. like far better because Kara was good and everything, and he had the passion. But he doesn't have like Joe Gomez can play the ball, Virgil Van Dyke can play the ball. They're both calm and comfortable. They're both massive. They're just yeah, massive, boys. massive.
0: Yeah. The we, I was watching LSC TV, the, the city thing, you know? Yeah. And when Van Dyke walks out of the locker room, you're like, good God. Yeah, he's massive. <laughs> he's massive. Well, we didn't have that for a long time, you know? Like, we had—I'm not calling—I it. I wasn't saying, like, you know, Lovren and Matip aren't necessarily dainty. Yeah. But they weren't these big, imposing presences that yeah. that Gomez and, and Van Dyke are.
1: Yeah, I mean, even Hazard came out and after we played him twice and talked about how Van Dyke is, in his opinion, the best center back in the world right now. And like insane pace, and he's just so calm and like legitimately like one of the guys he doesn't want to play like, at all. Yeah. And that's Eden Hazard, who at, on form right now maybe is the best player in the world. Yeah, it's arguable. We got
0: into a big debate about that at the pub, but yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah? <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Mark doesn't buy it. But. Really? <laughs> or uh, But Attila was like screaming at him with it. But yeah, like. On
1: form, I'm not saying like overall, but on current I form. I think he's the
0: best player in the league on like in his yeah. current form. Yeah. I, you know, what did we say if you could take one—the But the question yeah, exactly. was last yeah. time if you yeah. could take one player from another team. And I said Hazard hands down because, yeah. yeah, in form, he's unbelievable. Yeah, so
1: I, And, like, so, like, using Hazard as, like— A, a measuring stick. Yeah, like, like, first, like, just, like, real quick to, like, bring it back to Liverpool's defense and, like, the difference. Just the 20 minutes Hazard's on the field against Lovren, uh, Matip, um Moreno and Klein He scores he scores a brilliant a goal And he sets up The, the first one basically I think mm-hmm. You know He plays a part in that Or whatever uh, And no, like, It wasn't a foul he, Like earning them The <laughs> opportunities And like Taking control of the game We put Van Dijk and, and Gomez in And granted They got pulled out Of position once The ball got played through And he finished it Brilliantly yeah. But other than that He didn't really have Much for, of anything to do And like yeah. he, Under control For most part Giroud was completely Invisible the whole match This world class Target man World cup winning target Man, oh, for Chelsea, he's been, you know, they play the ball into him and he's just controlling. It was invisible, and yeah. Hazard was mainly stuck to playing in his own half for most of the game. And just seeing that difference, like Matip and Lavin were a first choice center back pairing at this point last season. Yeah. And okay, now how we have this. Yeah, we have a 21 year old or 22 year old just starting out playing center back for the first time in and the Premier League. And, and, and a guy
0: and... who's a Dutch international.
1: Is he the captain of the Netherlands? Yeah, Dutch he's, a, he's yeah, the captain. The yeah. Captain of the Netherlands. Yeah, yeah, Ronald Coman had a little go at him, saying that like the only pr- issue with Van Dyke is sometimes he's too calm. And I was like, oh, no, he's not, whatever. I, I mean, Komen was a really no. world class. Like, he was a world class center back in his day. He played for Barcelona and all yeah. that nonsense or whatever. I love that he's just calm, cool, and collected, man. Yeah, right. Never, never seems to get too bothered. Never gets too, yeah. you know, upset or anything, and and just kind of keeps chugging along. Um, so as but the, the thing is, like you you said earlier, no one's talking about our defense. So they had to find a new thing to obsess about. So they're obsessing over our front three and yeah. how shit apparently they are. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they're
0: gonna click at some point, right? Like it has to happen. They're all too good, yeah, to continue on like this. But yeah. I mean, and, and you know, if Salah's in form, yeah, if Salah's in form, this is a completely different conversation. Mm-hmm. He's had so many good opportunities. He's. Ah man Against City The the one where he gets That little breakaway And then it's like Last year you know He has like the confidence To maybe chip it Or just slide it Towards the near post And he tries to blast it Yeah And just sends it up Into the sky Mm -hmm. you know And it's like That's not going to Continue forever No At some point He's going to find it again Yeah Maybe maybe going away with Egypt, having a good time, scoring that Olympico. Yeah. you know and now he's going to have unfortunately a little period of rest. Yeah,
1: we'll talk about that. In, yeah, you know. but yeah. You
0: know, like and again because of that. Okay, and this is the other point I was going to get at. Do you need to shake things up once in a while? Well, so, you know, here's yeah, the thing. Probably. So our
1: front three is unfairly being compared to the form they were in at the end of last season, which was unreal and, and also is on the back of a whole season of work and figuring each other out and getting in the groove and like yeah. getting to a point where like the routine was there. It was like midweek Champions League match, rotate on the weekend, fuck the league, whatever. We got fourth place already. And then midweek Champions League match. They were in this groove. They know what they're doing. And like, yeah, it's unfair to compare them to the form of last season. Look at every top team. Is anyone firing in all cylinders right now? In the Premier league, no. No. City's had a couple of games where they've beaten Cardiff City and Huddersfield, who are at the bottom of the table. Yeah. But other than that is, like, everyone... Like, Tottenham's not looking, like, spectacular. Chelsea is just kicked into gear against Southampton or whatever. But, I mean, they drew West Ham. The closest I think you could come is... I I think Arsenal has hit a place where they're playing... Yeah, uh, yeah, they look like they're in full. And then, form. so look at Arsenal. Look at their look at their team. You have Aubameyang didn't go to the World Cup. Yeah, Lacazette didn't go. to... Did he go to the World Cup or he played on the bench if he was there? I don't think he. Yeah, did. he uh, no. Yeah, you no. Know, I don't think he made the squad. He so he yeah, yeah, he, he didn't play the World Cup. Aaron Ramsey wasn't at the World Cup. Ozil no. was out early and since retired. Yeah, it's you know. They had a full preseason with their new manager or whatever to work some of the kinks out, and they've been they've played a far easier schedule than than we have. Aside from their
0: first two games, yeah. Man
1: United looks absolute shit. So like you know. Like no He's one... in that third-year meltdown yeah. mode. <laughs> so, like, no one's uh, actually, like, superbly firing on all cylinders, but where it matters for us at the back, we are. And, like, yeah, the front three isn't scoring 100 goals every, every two games. And we're games. missing,
0: like we talked about earlier with Ox, like you're missing this key
1: piece in the midfield that helps drive them, yeah. that helps give them space and, yeah. and do all these other things for them. And until Keita is able to learn that fully, which I think, you know, coming in we all thought that Kata was going to, like – we yeah. thought he was an out-of-the-box solution. Like, he was just going to come in, yeah. packaged, ready to go. I think you see that there's actually a lot more to Klopp's game than just, like, the, the ability. Like, there is a lot to learn there that he's still coming to grasp with. If Ox is healthy, I don't think he's even starting most of these matches. We'd probably It's probably like Fabinho where we're like, where the hell's Keita? Yeah. Like, we've only seen him in the League Cup, uh, Fox is healthy. He's he
0: hasn't, yeah. He's played half as and much. And even
1: maybe if Lalan is healthy, like, Keita doesn't even play as much. Yeah. He, there's, a, there's a case be made there about that. And maybe if Henderson's, like, not, you know, going to a semifinal of a World Cup at the start of the season, he's not even starting, like, the first couple games or whatever. Yeah. Um... And so, like, yeah, you know, like the front three is missing that connective tissue right now, and it's just, it's just not there. But in the same time, Mane and Firmino are one hundred percent, like, doing either exactly the same in stat wise or better goals and assists, yeah. and like minutes per goal, they're doing, they're all improved. It's just solid that he's missed a couple chances, and, and that's it. But in the grand scheme of things we've gained ground on where we were last year in in regards to how many points we have in the Champions League. We couldn't go on scoring tons and tons
0: of goals all the time. It's not sustainable. You've got to—we finally tightened up at the back so that you can have a run like this and still be at the top of the table.
1: I mean, like, last year we we scored three goals against Watford and Drew. Yeah. You know, so, like— Yeah, exactly. And we're not doing that now. Yeah. We're not having three threes and four fours. Yeah, I mean, eventually, I agree with you, it's going to click— it's going to click. Yeah. Just yeah. be patient, folks. Yeah. We got a couple Hanging of, there. you know, I, with all due respect, knock on wood, a, a little easier run coming up to look forward to with we'll a well, preview, and so, like, you know, but...
0: Um, yeah, you set it up now so that this run is yeah. where you, like, keep solidifying your yeah. title credentials. You know what I mean? There's only one game in this run, this next six games, that you go, mm, yeah. okay, well, a draw yeah. would suffice. Yeah. And that's Arsenal away.
1: Yeah, but, you know, before we, before we jump all the way into that, I mean um in regards to the run that we just went through um it is the third toughest run that we'll go through in the whole season eight game eight game span wise it's the third toughest that we're going to go through um and as like that eighth game window moves on a little bit so at the end of the arsenal game we'll have an eight game window of tottenham away chelsea away man city at home and arsenal away and that'll be our toughest window of the season. Right. And So, like you know, we've come through the toughest part. Yeah, we haven't scored a, a, a bunch of goals, but you're, top, but we're in the position that we want to be in. Yeah, you're right in the mix. And like you know, hey, Mosala isn't scoring goals, but you know <laughs> who is scoring goals? Daniel Sturridge. Daniel Sturridge. <laughs> there it is. So if you remember from last episode. <sighs> Davey over here. We had, you know, this is a long-standing this debate, is a, long... a long-standing debate, and we it finally came to a head in, in the form of a wager. It did, and the wager was if Daniel Sturge can net double digits across all competitions, Dave would drink whatever we came up with, excluding bodily fluids. Yes, correct. No, no bodily fluids. No phlegm. No yeah, blood. no, yeah. nothing else. Boys. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> nothing else, boys. Okay, <laughs> just speaking to you, boys. Okay. Uh, yeah, so we're at 4 out of 10 already? Yeah. It's
0: funny because it's like every time he scores, I'm excited, but then I'm like, son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, so you said well, you said that we were planning that uh, yeah. Christmas party. It might be uh, even even more fun than we can oh, even imagine. he's
0: at 10 by Christmas, <laughs> we're not going to talk about what happens if he hits 20. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, but I mean... Hey, it's what you needed? It really key goals, too? Yeah. No, I mean, come on. That
0: Chelsea goal is massive. Uh, PSG. Gets, PSG. They start everything he off. They every, yeah. everything going, yeah. And he's not, like, scoring shit goals. These are, these are important goals. Even the one in the League Cup.
1: Yeah. You know, the got The game going, he, he missed a couple chances, but yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. yeah. But oh. so, like, when we talked about him, because I listened back to see how stupid we sounded, and you know, do some research and see if we got anything right. We got a few things right. One of the things that we got right was talking about how we needed a player in those situations where teams start packing it in that can score from outside of the box, like Shakiri, like a Sturridge. And yeah. what does he do? He, he touches the, the ball once from 25. It's, it's not 39. even that, he just the first touch of the ball, yeah, and he puts it in the back of the net, and like, like that. At the end of the season, we could very well look at that one-one and be like, you know what? Actually, those two points were absolutely huge. Uh, it's funny too, because like
0: I think most of the Liverpool universe, when he gets the ball, he picks it up, and he go, "Don't
1: shoot." To be fair, <laughs> I didn't vocalize it, but and you can, I have a lady to verify this. I could feel a goal was coming. I started doing this... I have this weird thing that happens when I feel like a goal is coming where I move so much and I'm moving towards the TV <laughs> and then I'm moving away and I You're just get this serious look. Yeah, I'm like doing voodoo, right? I'm all in motion at once. And I'm doing this, right? And I'm like, everyone else is watching the TV to my back, but I'm watching the one in the corner I'm doing voodoo or whatever. And then I just stopped. And then the ball went to Shakiri, and I just stood still and the ball went from Shakiri to Sturridge. And the first thing I thought on my head, didn't vocalize it, I usually vocalize it. I thought... You know, in the League Cup match, he hit the bar from here. Yeah, and then he, he did. And then he, he kicked it, and then it went in. And I was like, no, was screaming, <laughs> screaming, throwing stuff. My hat had to go outside and just scream as loud as I could because it was about to be way too loud for everyone in that establishment how loud I was about to scream. <laughs> and then I came back in, and the lady was like, did you know that was going to happen? And I was like, I had a feeling that something was gonna happen. I didn't know that, that was gonna happen, but yeah, so I like I did not know that was gonna happen. I did I was maybe one of the few people that was like, no, actually, you know, maybe give it a go. Cause I thought when Shakiri got the ball that he was gonna shoot, and I was like, Don't you dare. Yeah. Too far out. <laughs> yeah. Do not if even. If you try. can't and... score from four yards,
0: don't you dare. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, and that, that that miss from freaking the the
1: penalty spot. Yeah. Yeah, that I was like, do not try to yeah. make up for it. So right yeah, now. he just shaped up and then yeah, put it. There's a ball-sized hole between the crossbar and the and the goalkeeper's hand. Slots it right and in it there. goes right in and it drops in and we have a one felt like a win. It did. It felt like a win. I yeah. was so relieved. It drawing away to a top. A title opponent is always a win in yeah. my book, and we said it last podcast. You look at the run going into it, draws away from home are not terrible. No. And you won one of them, and you drew the other one. And in
0: that same vein, does the city result feel a little bit like— I mean, I think we were all relieved because we could have very easily yeah. lost that game. But in some ways, does it almost feel like a loss?
1: It was disappointing because I still have this belief, and it, you know what? It was actually proved by how Pep Guardiola set up. If we are in pep guardiola's head oh yeah as a right. club as a stadium as a fan base well, you heard his remarks afterwards yeah, yeah well he admitted it yeah, yeah. It was like we wanted to suffocate the game because they're the best in
0: the world of playing in those margins
1: my confidence going into that game and thinking that we would thrash them mainly came from the fact that i, I as i assumed and has been proven up until this point now is that pep guardiola is one of those guys like it's my way or it's no way right yeah. like i will play this system to the death yeah, I don't care if it gets us knocked out of the Champions League. I don't care if we lose to Genoa. We're yeah. playing this style. And I, as far as I know, it's one of the first times ever in a huge match that he's actually gone and conceded that his team isn't good enough to go there and play their style of football, that they have to play a different style. Yeah. And you know what? I've yeah. never heard him say that before. It, it felt like a loss because I thought we were going to thrash them. But then, you know, you, you take some time to breathe and you consider everything. And if they had beaten us, they would have been level where they were last year on points. Yeah. They would have been ahead of us on points in the table, obviously. Yeah. Um, nah, I no yeah. complaints. It's 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 one of those things. Where like, okay, take the top four. Right, like whoever they are at any given moment, and you're in there. So those th- those six games against them, okay, you draw them all, you get six points. You don't drop any points against them, but then you beat the 16 other teams.
0: Yeah, the ones that and, they drop, to and they drop and they drop points
1: to each other, and they drop points to other teams or whatever. And like that's one way to look at how to win the league. Like just don't drop points against your rivals. It's the, it's the Mourinho way. Don't drop points against the top teams, and then just beat everyone else. Yeah. And so like in that vein, like is it, it op- like yeah, the penalty miss and how it could have gone shit. Yeah, we could have scored early on and like. We missed opportunities, and yeah, okay, maybe it feels like a loss, but that's who everyone's saying is the greatest Premier League team of all time. To draw them isn't like, is it really a that a shit? Disaster, yeah. And yeah, Pep Guardiola is terrified of us. They po- remember that team posted a hundred points last season. Yeah, oh, and we nil. We, we kept him out of the net. We had, I mean, we played him at in the in the semi final, and they didn't score at our place. Granted, but they scored in that away leg. One goal should have had two. Uh-huh, yeah. Cheeky, cheeky. It was offsides, though. haha, uh-huh. um, <laughs> Or was it? Uh, and then the 4-3, obviously. We had a 4-1 lead, and we, like, capitulated two goals. And so yeah. the fact that we held them nil-nil, and they had to go at us, and, like, they were able to throw Ler- Leroy Sané on against a,
0: yeah. a
1: Joe Gomez who's already played 60 minutes, and he kept up with him, like, uh. inch for inch, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it's overwhelmingly positive. Yeah, Yeah, you can be disappointed. You should beat everyone at home, and you know tying away from home or whatever. But yeah, it doesn't. It really doesn't. Not against this one. (laughs) It doesn't really feel like a loss for me. I'll take it. And like, yeah, the knowledge that Pep Guardiola at night wakes up with nightmares of Liverpool and Anfield just makes me so happy inside. He's (laughs) greated. He's supposed to be the greatest manager in the world, and he can't figure out how to play at Anfield. Yeah, it's awesome. Like he can he can play anyone else at their place, but he comes to Anfield and he he has to change everything. That is the greatest compliment you can get paid in football. Yeah. Without him coming out and basically saying, I am terrified of Liverpool, he had to go, well, you can't come to Liverpool and play. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were the guy who could go anywhere and play how you wanted to play. So. Yeah, with this super team. That he, yeah, exactly, that, right? Know. That he, The uh, best in the world or whatever. But right. yeah, I mean, so and he, he had to stick Mendy on Salah for the whole game, just grabbing his shirt in order to accomplish anything on the defensive side. Oh, so, yeah. So, hey, in that regard, he'll probably come the trans, uh the fixture against them, The I think it's the 3rd of January, at their place. They'll probably play open. That's January 1st. No, they moved it. Oh, did they? Yeah. Okay. Well, it's good because now there's a I gap between the Arsenal and the yeah, City game. I it's like four you. days or whatever. So, yeah, they moved it us. It was a tough turnaround. Yeah, exactly. Was like, oh. So, yeah, so it's the third now or whatever. And, yeah, they'll probably open up and he'll probably fancy his chances at home, but we'll see. Now. Huh. You know, we've got to improve on that, uh, that performance from last year or whatever. And well, you
0: know, anytime they fancy their chances of going out and attacking, just yeah. anybody who fancies their chances of attacking against us. Yeah fancy hours of doing the same
1: yeah plus you know it, it wasn't a wage fixture last year but we had lost to them five nil at this point oh yeah, yeah so well we were in we were in bad state at that yeah we weren't we, we weren't at this level yeah we, we hadn't figured it all out yet you know um i right, so uh, uh is there anything else you want to talk about isn't for last month
0: for last month no thank god it's over <laughs>
1: yes, yeah <laughs> breathe in breathe out that's um, a crazy one. So heading out of this international break, should we just like update on on the Mo Salah thing since it, it just happened it in the international happen. break? Yeah, go ahead. So yeah, before we look ahead, just so everyone knows, it's apparent that you know Mo Salah last night had pulled up with thigh strain, so that could have an effect on how we uh, handle this run coming up. But so before we talk about that, the run real quick: Huddersfield away on the twentieth, Red Star at home in the Champions League on the twenty fourth, Cardiff City at home on the twenty seventh, back in the league. Then we get a week break, getting being out of the League Cup. Yes, Excellent, because yes. we get to play, we play Arsenal. Off. Yeah, we get a whole week to prepare for Arsenal. Um, Arsenal on November 3rd, the day before the walk. Away. Then we have yeah Arsenal away. Then we have Red Star away on the 6th three days later. And then we finish off before the next international break five days later against Fulham at home. Mm-hmm. Um, not as terrible as the last one. It was a very
0: doable run. And that's again, this gets back to why that run was so important. You're setting up the foundation that if you can go on this run, you're going to end up going into... That festive period as a title contender, yeah, which is what you want to be. That's yeah. exactly where you because this is, that's the point in the season where like the fakers start to slide away and the real contenders are are right there. So this is our moment to, if you can get all get these results. Like I said, win the league games. It's what three league games, yeah, and then Arsenal, you can draw that one. So this is four league games total, yeah, and then two Champions League games. Yeah. And those Champions League games, like those, this is why I wasn't. Another reason I wasn't too beat up about Napoli is you win those two games.
1: Yeah, you're in you're nine points with two games left. And yeah. that's, you're really close and to qualifying. If the other two just kind of take the piss out of each other. Yeah. Well, so I did the math because, you know, if you beat Red Star twice and one of those PSG and Napoli goes undefeated, as in they win one game and draw the other, mm-hmm. you will qualify. Yeah. You'll be qualified already cuz either PSG will be on 4 points mm-hmm. or Napoli will be on 5 points. Right. and you'll have 9 points with two games left. And basically if if PSG is on 4 yeah. they somehow lose to Napoli and then draw Napoli, then you're qualified already by beating Red Star twice. Yeah. And if it's Napoli that does that, then you know, you need one point to qualify. And yeah. you have Napoli at home and PSG away. And like, PSG away is tough, but I still fancied us there, so whatever. But well, yeah. and I, I think our chances
0: at home against Napoli, like, if you win that game, that's it. Like yeah. The PSG game is meaningless.
1: Yeah. We'll talk about it when we get there in that time period or whatever. But yeah, I, I can't wait to see Napoli's system on a pitch that has math, did the math, 600 square meters less. Wow! Yeah, it was an extra 600 square meters of space. That's why the midfield was so spread out. No one seemed to be able to play a pass, by the way. (laughs) Because people don't think about it, but the pitches around the world aren't all the same size. And the one at Napoli was 600 square meters of space extra. Man. It's a whole 10% extra space. So think of all the players spread out an extra 10%, having to extra cover an extra 10% of yardage or whatever, blah, blah, blah. Yeah.
0: No wonder why everybody looked leggy.
1: Exactly. Yeah. It all makes sense, right? But, yeah, anyways, back to the, yeah, two Red Star games on the bounce and the first one at home. Yeah. So, like, yeah. It,
0: now, that away fixture is going to be tricky, right? Yeah. You know, it's not the easiest place to go. Do you see the tunnel in yeah. the video? I yeah. Mean, it's, it's a crazy place to go play a game. But there's no reason we can't go there, get yeah. three points. And If you're sitting on nine with two games left, I feel really confident at that point that we'll get through one or two. I don't even care. You usually just need first. ten.
1: You usually need ten to qualify. Yeah, yeah. First, to second, I can't be bothered either. Like whatever. Because well, no matter on. what,
0: once you get into the round of sixteen, come on. I know we got Porto last year, but odds of getting an easy opponent. And
1: when we got Porto, everyone was like, "Draw away from home, first leg. That'll yeah. do the trick." And you know, we smashed them five nil. They hadn't lost at and home. And that
0: that actually proves a great point because let's say okay, let's say you get the two and you go play some one but if you're hitting at full speed yeah. if you're if we're playing at a full clip the way we know we can play going into that february yeah I don't care who we play. No, no one's gonna Give win me us. Anybody. Yeah,
1: exactly. That's that's the mentality I have when we get to the knockout stage. It's like, yeah, actually, you know what? I wanna play Barcelona round of sixteen, <laughs> and then I wanna play Real Madrid then I play final. Juve. Yeah, then I'll Juve <laughs> semifinal, and then you know what? Give me Man City in the final. Fuck it. Let's yeah. look, look. I don't care. Like yeah. I'm not
0: scared of anybody. It's Liverpool in Europe. This is what we do.
1: Yeah, like we played Sevilla in the final as opposed to playing Ajax, like, yeah, we didn't win, but you know what? We played the fucking guys that won it two times in a row, like whatever, gave it a go. Same with Real Madrid. Apparently what we need to do when we get to a European final is just play someone who hasn't won it. For the last two seasons Like god's sakes <laughs> What is I just realized that Just something clicked that in my head just have A massive
0: amount <laughs> yeah. of experience In that game Well
1: it just clicked in my head I was like wait a second Sevilla beat us for the third in a row And then yeah. Real Madrid, Real beat, Madrid us beat us For the third, third in a row And then I,
0: I would be great Not to face a Spanish side Yeah right Because if you look at Like the last decade It's <laughs> like Eight of the champions Are freaking Spanish Yeah
1: leave us alone Spain yeah. go do something else Go go hang out It does Le-
0: lend some credibility To the claims that That's the best league in the world Yeah, whatever. It's, it's yeah a, whatever That's a
1: topic okay. for a different time Or whatever Um but so yeah, you, you get your two your two red star on the bounce as we said. If everything went tits up, which it didn't really go tits up. So okay, so if Salah is out, because we yeah. don't exactly know how long, right? Yeah. So if he's
0: out, what's your adjustment? So like you just throw in Shakiri straight swap?
1: I thought about this so much. I, 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 I don't I don't I don't think you throw Shakiri on immediately on the wing. I think it, he I think he goes to Sturridge if if he's out. So what you're
0: pushing Bobby wide? Are you gonna? Have yeah, Sturridge I think he. Wide? I think
1: he pushes Bobby wide, and he has. You make up for Sturridge's lesser ability pressing by kind of like funneling in from the outside in towards him or whatever. Okay, see, I had to, I had a very similar thought that the play. My thought was is
0: pull Bobby back, and then you you sandwich Mane in with Sturridge. Yeah, and do like a diamond. Yeah, yeah. Because right now a lot of our play goes through the middle, yeah. right, and then out. Yeah. Go or no, it goes. Sorry, it kind of go because it's a four-three-three. A lot of times, the play goes wide and then gets funneled back into the middle. Yeah. Like guys cutting in off the wing. That's a big part of our game right now. I think you uh, that's what you want to do is maybe reverse it where we go up through the middle and then split out into the wide areas and create more space in the attacking third. Yeah, it's going to throw teams off because they're used to us carrying the ball out in the wide areas. And Salah and Mane are going to cut in and create problems. Yeah. And Bobby's going to create a bunch of space for them with his
1: runs. Yeah, I think the other thing to consider is, you know, we, <laughs> we're going to play, like, if he's out two weeks or whatever, a week, even just like a week, if he's out, we're playing Huddersfield, Red Star, and Cardiff City. They're not going to come at us. They're no. going to park the bus. So, like, our pressing game isn't going to be up. As I, important. Yeah, like, that intensity from Bobby Firmino to win the ball back instantaneously isn't going to be that important. Because they're probably just going to give us the ball back, and we're going to build attack again.
0: Yeah. so We need my, him to be more of a playmaker. Yeah. Right?
1: So, in my mind, it's like, yeah, exactly. And in my mind, it's like, you know, as we just said, like, Sturridge is that guy I score from outside of the box. Like, you want him creeping on the outside of the box. And, like, have I, rather than playing a diamond, you still play the four three three. But then there's a lot more, like, scrunching in for Mane and Firmino, where they're playing those, like, crossing runs, overlapping with Sturridge, where they're playing the one-twos with him, like, sitting there holding or whatever. Right. And you're having those opportunities on the edge of the box um, to, like, to score and have those opportunities or break through into the box. Kind of like what we did when Firmino—I forgot what team it was. Uh, I think it was Stoke away. Um Where, like, he got that one-two on the edge of the box and, like, back heeled it into Salah's path and then he shot it or whatever. Like, that's a lot of what we're going to be doing against these teams that park the bus is playing those quick little one-twos. And that's what we need to get back to. Yeah, and I currently would – I would rather have Sturridge in there given his form and everything like that. Yeah, I could see that.
0: I I just – again, so – our ongoing debate. <laughs> yeah. uh, I worry yeah. about his uh, ability to do that that often, like play 60, 70 minutes when he has to stand up and move his legs. Yeah. A you're lot. Right, yeah. You know, because like, yeah.
1: I, I don't want to take an injury to Sturridge now. Yeah, you're right. He's too important. But, um. So. Yeah, I mean, if I think I think you manage him the way Klopp has is like you give him like seventy five minutes if you start him, and then you don't play him the next week or whatever. So like he could start against Huddersfield, like the bottom of the yeah, table, he could. and then Red Star you can throw Shakiri in there and let like let him play off that emotion and all that stuff and yeah. like really give it. Although they don't have away fans, and real quick we didn't even touch on it, they're being investigated for match fixing against PSG right now, so we don't even know how that's going to turn out. Ooh. Red, Star. Red Star, yeah one of their officials bet five million whatever the hex I and mean, euros or whatever a large amount of currency five million of it uh, what? he bet five million that they would lose by five goals against PSG and then they lost six <sighs> one so it was a little fishy fishy Football right
0: in that part of the world is wild man you saw the I mean the England thing yesterday yeah. with the they got closed doors because of the swastika so
1: so <laughs> the thing is about that is uh, I want to watch the I want to watch the whole game highlight. Because you can hear all the players yeah. Very clearly And apparently at one point Jordan Henderson turns around To What's their manager's name again? Severus Snape I can't remember his, oh, yeah. his name <laughs> I can't remember Yeah so Severus Snape is like Had been complaining for free kicks And the referee called a free kick And Henderson just turns around And screams at him from like five yards Are you the fucking ref? <laughs> And I just want to see all of that. And James Milner had tweeted out before the International. He was like, Croatia v. England. Uh-oh, be careful with uh, the talk flying around the pitch today, fellas. And, like, hashtag you'll hear what we hear. And, like, <laughs> since there was no fans there, oh, the curse words are just flying. Fuck you. Fuck this. So I want to watch it and, like, get all yeah, that right? audio and see, like, what actually. Because HBO used to have or ESPN used to have a segment for NHL where they'd yeah. mic up the players and, like, yeah. just play the audio of the whole game from that and, like, release that. And it was really, really raunchy. They had to take it off the oh. air. <laughs> so So I, I just wanna hear what they have to say. Well it's
0: like do you ever see the uh so the NFL films put together like the un like the, all the shit that doesn't actually make it onto the NFL film show yeah it's yeah there's crazy. some wild stuff here.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. but yeah and then like there was England fans that had traveled to Croatia and like found like a hill where they could see the, the film or see the game yeah yeah you could hear them in the background wherever. come on England come <laughs> on England it's like oh my goodness the British only the fucking uh, British can... I, what one of the guys I talked to
0: like at this uh, Facebook group he's Croatian and he's like why do I hear God save
1: the queen if nobody's there <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I thought it was weird because I saw a picture of the match. They had the flags out and all that shit. I guess for the television or whatever. Yeah, but, like, there's no one there. Who, you, no who are you doing this for? Like, th- other than, like, the people on the bench and the match officials. <laughs> who I, I guarantee None you, of like, them care. yeah, they're patriotic or whatever, but they'd rather just play football than stand there and do the anthem or whatever. Yeah. Maybe they're, cre- they're all creatures of habit. They got to yeah. do it. Otherwise, they're not used to it. But, yeah, so Red Star is under investigation for mass fixing. And they also okay. were already sanctioned for their violent fans, so they can't even have people at the away matches. So, yeah. Yeah, maybe. So back to the point, like unleash Shakiri against Red Star and just let him torment them even more. And, and still no Albanian less. war so yeah, well, not in the away yeah. fixture.
0: You can do it in the home fixture.
1: No, yeah, I want him to score at home and then jump into where the away fans would be, like, <laughs> and then just stand there and do the eagle. It'd be class. <laughs> it would start a, a war instantly. It would be like the Franz Ferdinand moment of oh, Europe. But it would be I, terrible. It would be the most amazing. Would, I would. He I, would definitely get suspended. Oh, too. I'd have a field day though with memes. And I would just. I'd be on the Insta- If you don't follow our Instagram, I've taken it over. Yes. You can see the exact moment where it happens, where all the memes <laughs> just start to be unleashed. So I'd have a field day with memes if we got the. i the, love would to see legal. the
0: analytics of like our Instagram. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's gone up. It's it's we're doing well. We're doing well on the social Average media game. Number of posts per day. Yeah, right. Was, I'm trying to keep it to one, but sometimes I get I have a day where I just get flooded with meme ideas, and I'm like, oh, I just I want to unleash the kraken now. I just want to give them all the memes. Um, but anyways, so yeah. Uh, <laughs> Red Star. So as far as the rotation with, you know, Sturridge and Shakiri, and, like, who do you bring in if Mosala's hurt? Yeah, I, f- I fancy I, – I, it's a rotation, to yeah. be honest, but with, like, a heavy emphasis on Sturridge in the league, though. Maybe
0: bigger question, if Milner's hurt, you know, you've, I understand. You'd probably just put Keita in there and yeah. let him run. But if Adam Alana's healthy, yeah, he could still be a massive player for Liverpool. And we need that guy that's going to drive the – and yeah. you know, drive the play into that front three. And Lalana is creative. He yeah. can be that guy. So maybe this is his chance to find his way back in, but in a midfield role rather than as being part of the front three. Yeah, I
1: mean, a lot of people have given up on Adam Lalana. Oh, I know. I've, I'm kind of, like, in the same mood. It's not that I've given up on him. It's, like, I kind of just forgot that he existed. Well, he's 30 years old
0: now, too, yeah. and you start to wonder, like, how long, how much longer will he be around with the club? Yeah. How much more run does he have? He's got all these injury problems. But if he could stay healthy for, like, six months, yeah, it would be massive.
1: So, like, you know, I, I got on this, like, you know, because he came back, and so I'm I'm watching, like, videos and listening to podcasts, like Anfield Rap and, and the Red Men TV. Yeah. And uh, I think it was the Anfield Rap, they – they had brought up a Klopp quote from the end of last season in regards to Adam Alana coming back and it was after we'd lost the final or whatever and he was like Klopp had said if you had told me at the beginning of the season that we would do all of this and not have Adam Alana I would say wow like how do we even do that Yeah, and so Klopp obviously really values him and if you really do rake your memory and go back to when he was playing regularly he was, he's really good at m- controlling the ball in tight spaces, mm-hmm. and that's really what we need right now. Vinaldum's gotten a lot better at it. He can make a lot out of nothing. Exactly. And like I, mean? I think people are also just remembering how he came on the wing for Mo Salah in the final and just looked lost, but that's not really his position anymore. Well, not only that, but he hadn't played. Yeah, exactly. He
0: barely played. He played, like, what, twice all season, I think, at that yeah. point? Yeah. You know, he looked a lot different at one point. He had packed on a bunch of masks and then yeah. he slimmed down again. And it, it, there was just a lot going on with him last season yeah. that was all off the pitch. Yeah. And then you come in and, like, your first big game of the season is a Champions League final, and they're asking you to fill in for a guy who scored 44 goals. Yeah. So you're
1: like, what? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it looks just naturally shit because you're not doing what you're supposed to be, like, what you're used to doing. Yeah. He was, like, the prototypical perfect clot player when for he first while, came yeah. in like he was his he was his favorite player like they had a bromance it was quite clear that Adam Milana and Jurgen Klopp had a thing for each other yeah and like he was our best presser he understood the system the first out of everyone he was really good at that counter pressing in the midfield good communicator yeah, he's good at dropping back onto the wings to help out which is what we're really worried about in regards to losing James Milner is his ability to fill in at the left back space to allow Robinson to go forward yeah but Milana had shown in the past an ability to play that role at least you know proficiently and also like be creative in the midfield, drive forward, find those yeah. little balls, play those one-twos, the, the Lallana turn that's so famous, you know? Yeah. A lot of times in the midfield, like, people complain about this with James Milner, Jeannie Vinaldum and Henderson, mainly Henderson, at various different times About this whole notion Of like They get the ball played With their back To the attacking goal Facing their own net And they get a little bit Of pressure And they can't turn And they play it backwards so It's like well yeah Those players aren't used to Being able That's to turn yeah, then... In those spaces Like Henderson plays a six If his back If he's facing his goal And there's pressure on his back He's told to just play The easy pass or whatever And play the sideways pass To keep possession So he doesn't lose it And there's a counter attack yeah. So he's not used to this concept Of winning the ball In the midfield Waiting for the pressure And then turning that player And going up field, which is what Lallana is like known for. That's what he does. does. So, I mean, yeah, it could be. There was a lot of the other quote that came out about Lalana was that he was apparently healthy for the City game and he was healthy for the Napoli game, but they had kept him back with an eye for the Huddersfield match. Is like, no, 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 we're not going to risk you. We need you for the Huddersfield match. So don't be surprised if he does start the Huddersfield match. I mean, and I'm fine with that. I want to see Adam Lallana
0: get back to what he was. When, I mean, when he yeah. was at his best, because
1: Milner will only be out a month, and then if you get Lalana in form, and now you you get you somehow work James Milner back into form, and now you actually you get back to having Fabinho, Ceda, Henderson, you, you, you have a lot of depth that Milner, we dreamed we have. Yeah, exactly. And like you're missing Ox and all that, but you know, and then you even like dip in like Curtis Jones, like further down or whatever. And yeah. Shakiri can play the midfield apparently now, so now you are back to having all those options. And yeah, having Lalana come in and play because a lot of people I think just. just just forgot. just forgot, yeah, yeah. just yeah. forgot. He was really class. He's he's getting older, yeah, but, you know. But he's got tons of experience.
0: He understands the system. It's all the pieces that you want, while, and it can take a little bit of pressure off of Kato, which I think right now would be much needed.
1: Yeah, and and the other thing to remember is when they came back and did that lactic test that they do— Lalana finished second behind James Milner. I mean, everyone talked about how James Milner just ran for days and like won it, but mm-hmm. Adam Lalana was the second most fit when he came back for season. So, there you go. in regards to losing all of that running that Milner does, don't worry. If Adam Lalana can stay fit, and that's the other thing, you know, like if he can stay fit and, yeah. and get he can in, still do all. Yeah, that. he's going to fill in just as well as James Milner was doing. So you don't need to freak out and be, oh no, we lost James Milner, which in, in its own way is hilarious to think that I now know. three years later we're like, oh no, James Milner's hurt.
0: With people, I mean, yeah, the initial reaction to his signing
1: was so underwhelming. It was just great. Yeah, I love right. that he's so important. Yeah, now he's like a key aspect of the team, playing all these different <laughs> positions. He bombs on as a winger sometimes or whatever, blah, 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 blah. Um, so, yeah, how do, so I guess we've answered how the front three does find itself in that, yeah. you know, you have that connective tissue with Adam Milano
0: yeah. coming in. I think that's the big thing. Yeah. It's not even about them, it's about what's behind them. Yeah and and then it'll all start to work itself out.
1: And yeah, and getting a chance at I still think Mane is going to score 30 goals. So I said it to be well, yeah, the season. It's... I still say it now. He has one less goal than Salah did at this point last season. Yeah. And like, you know, it, the thing and about He was pretty unlucky yeah. at che- uh, it was yeah, at Chelsea. Yeah, the save by Kepo near yeah, post. Yeah. Fantastic yeah. save. Yeah, we we had there there has been a couple of of those games where the keeper has kept some out, but you know, like we're getting a chance now like a Huddersfield to Cardiff and like yeah all due respect that nonsense and all that but yeah, on any given day I get
0: it but we really ought to win these games
1: we're that team now we are that team now and everyone needs to realize that like we're that team we just hung with the big boys yeah we didn't we, you know we gave up one goal between the two of them and, yeah. and stayed even on points yeah Were that team like, yeah, Chelsea went and thrashed them, or City went and thrashed them, and Chelsea just went and thrashed Southampton? Well, they've also played significantly easier schedules than us. Yeah. This is our chance now to kind of flex our muscles and like let people know, like, okay, look shut up about it. we haven't won in four games legitimately in the the grand scheme of things with the right perspective and you put it in the right context like it makes sense why we didn't win four games in a row and yeah. like okay we're out of the league cup if the consequences of, of losing one game and staying at the top of the league is that I'm out of the league cup and yeah fuck off well, okay. whatever I'll take care. it yeah exactly yeah. so like yeah now, that we, now we get our chance come Out of the international break, Sturge is there the whole international break. Adam Wallon is there the whole international break. You know, like we got a couple of players that might sneak into that lineup and we'll start banging in goals. And and I think,
0: and I think you've answered this question, uh, Sturge, super sub or starter? No, yes,
1: it, it will. So, like, because Salah's hurt, like, a wonderful super sub, absolutely yeah. a whole rest first of the choice, super, yes, sub. whole rest of the season. Just keep yeah. if as long as he's healthy, he's that first sub off the bench attacking yeah. wise when you need it. But with Salah hurt, yeah, it may maybe your plan yeah. changes. I get it, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's, we we wrote this outline before, you know, yeah. when it came out that Salah was hurt. So like a lot of this is rotating around Salah getting hurt and how we would deal with that. Of course, it, we could come out, you know, we could finish this podcast and open up the news stories and be like, yeah. oh, he's just he's fine. yeah, he's it's a bruised thigh and yeah. he'll be out for two days. He's flying home to Liverpool to get treatment and then he'll be available for the weekend. So yeah, you, you never, never know. know. Yeah, but if it if he is out, yeah, he's he. I think I'd fancy him because he knows the system. He's been in it longer and he's he's shown. Uh, uh, a, an ability to score. And right now he's in form. You kind of got to ride the hot hand before yeah. you start switching in
0: Shakiri and all that. So, this this next question, though, is a hot topic of debate among some folks. What is Fabinho's timeline? Because I think a lot of people thought we were going to, you know, we signed this guy. He was going to come in, be this number six that changes everything. Yeah. And Henderson was going to have to take on a different role. And it's taken a lot longer because obviously Klopp's style of football takes a little bit of adjusting. This isn't France, it moves a lot faster. Yeah. You could see when he did play, it looked he looked a little out of his depth at times or like he wasn't comfortable. So, I, you know, we have to adjust our expectations for this guy, but how much?
1: Um. So, yeah, when he came on for the League Cup game against Chelsea, which in hindsight, like as far as like exposing some of those new signings to Premier League football, like getting Chelsea in the League Cup was a blessing because they're going to play their style anyways and like it's going to feel like a Premier League match would. So... Yeah, the first 30 minutes, he kept getting losing possession. People kept running up on him. Like, he was playing, like, half a second slower than everyone else because yeah. of, of the French League. It seemed like he grew into it and eventually found his feet and looked a little more comfortable. Um, as far as his timeline, there's another, like, interesting, like, like Klopp quote that you got to pull out of a random interview and, like, pay attention. Is He was talking about his three years at Liverpool. And yeah, the one with Melissa Reddy. Yeah. I, I don't really know if it was interview. the Melissa Reddy one or if oh. it was another one. It might have been the Melissa Reddy. And she, he was talking about how, like, in training is how you show that you know the system and you're ready to play the system. And he's like, I'd rather you get hundreds and hundreds of hours of, in training. He, he had a strong emphasis on learning the system via training more than via matches. So – Yeah he's I wish he wouldn't gone on an international break so he could stay back and like keep getting more and more training but i think it's getting to the point now like he's been on the bench so like he's obviously like in and around there it's it was one of those things you look at that run and you're like i really can't rotate i just can't like i yeah. can't risk it I, I don't i can't really risk it and so he was his hand was kind of forced it was kind of the same thing as the end of last season where we had that 2 month run same starting 11 the whole time like you knew the starting 11 and like okay the random league match they're gonna rotate but other than that here's our starting 11 it was it's kind of the same thing for that little run but now yeah our expectations i would i honestly think the red star game is is the one that like he's he's played continental football they're gonna come and park the bus he's gonna be able to have that creative space and be able to sit on the ball and like find his feet and like you know be able to get his feet wet and eventually you just gotta you gotta do it now because the longer you wait, eventually it's going to come to a point where like Henderson gets hurt, and like you've only got your two options, and now you got to throw him in like to like this, this snake pit against Arsenal or something like that, and like do you really want to risk it like that? And like with respect to to all of them, yeah. It's, it's, what can we expect? I would I would, if he doesn't make it into this run in the starting lineup in like the first three games, I'm going to like lose my mind and be like, what is going on? <laughs> <laughs> of course, if we keep winning, it's amazing to have a forty yeah. million pound player in your back pocket. Yeah. So what what do you think though? Do you think he comes in soon or do you think we're waiting till Christmas period before we start seeing him?
0: I think it's going to be a little bit longer. Yeah. I really do. I I don't think I think Genie has been so good at that that sixth role when he's yeah. played in there. And I just think looking at how like you said that when he was a half second behind everything, I mean, he looked slow to me. Yeah. And he looked a little stressed at times too. I, I don't think he's ready for this just yet. Yeah. This may be an uncomfortably long betting in period. It may even be second half of the season yeah. before we start to see him feature regularly. I do think we'll see him off the bench in these games, uh, especially if we have good leads. You know, if we're up three nil against yeah. Huddersfield, this is a good way to start getting him into the mix on a more steady basis. But I don't necessarily see him starting yeah. for you know, at least till the end of this run. Yeah, I mean— Definitely not a way to arsenal. Yeah.
1: And and especially when you consider, like, you have kind of two deep now at six with Vinaldom.
0: Yeah, Vinaldom and Henderson can step in there and play that role as well as he
1: can from the look of it. And if one of them is, like, slipping up to the point where, like, they need to be replaced, it isn't like your next option up is Fabinho. Right. And, like, you still can just rotate. You You can just rotate
0: one of them in there and throw Kato or Lallana on. Yeah. And that's maybe a little bit more attractive option. So I'm going to say it's going to be a minute before he gets on. Yeah. Um, and I know we had I'd asked you, you know, K to. Uh, so obviously, there's a lot of talk about him being
1: a little bit lost. So finds his
0: way. or gets lost in the weeds this season.
1: Um, he's gonna find his way. He's too good not to find his way. And. Like, yeah, it's going tougher than we thought it would and it speaks to the difference in ability between the Bundesliga and the Premier League Mm. and that he's not 100% comfortable. I do think he was probably struggling with something in the last, like, two weeks leading up to this international break because he didn't look... in the first West Ham game and against Crystal Palace, he was playing these passes and he was making these runs and like even granted against his pass,
0: passing against West Ham was insane. Yeah. I think it was like ninety nine percent. Exactly, right? Like and
1: that. then so like and then when he came on against Chelsea, he was the one making those runs in through the midfield to break through their, their double lines to create yeah. the opportunities. If you run back that Sturge highlight, it starts with Cato winning the ball in the midfield, running at their back line and then playing it back and to create that space. So he hasn't been like he hasn't been like uh he's wearing the number 8 he hasn't been like a Steven Gerrard impact no but he's still playing decently well and we still have to give him the benefit of the doubt that he is learning a new system and he's betting in and once again
0: it is a much more intense
1: league yeah if Alex Oxley-Chamberlain's healthy I don't think we're even seeing Keita at this point like I I think it's like a Fabinho thing like we said earlier so like as much as like, I don't think I don't think he's gonna lose his way. All these Klopp signings so far that none of them have. Yeah, like we had our doubts about Chamberlain when he first came in, and eventually like it came to be like he was one of our keyest players. And we're talking about missing him now. Yeah, exactly. So. <laughs> Robertson, like if he if he got hurt, like and how... Ox
0: didn't. Ox didn't start straight away. No, he didn't. You know, he was coming off the bench for a while. Yeah. And the same thing with Robertson, right? Like, didn't play a game till I think January. November. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, January. It was yeah. just deep into the schedule that he finally started to make some appearances. So, uh, yeah, I agree. It's don't worry, but you know what I think the key to him betting in is Lolana. Yeah, having another is gonna take the pressure off. It's gonna he's gonna see how different things that he can do. Yeah, you gotta have that player that like kind of pushes you to do this these other things. You know, like I think everybody who's played the game knows. Like you always see a player within your own ranks that kind of go. Yeah, I can do that just as well do this and then do what else I do better Yeah, you know so I I think having Alana around to take some of that pressure off take some of the minutes off his plate and to help him see how like the role he can play yeah yeah, I think it's going to be massive. Yeah,
1: and and also like in regards to our opponents, he's going to have a lot more space to work with outside the box. Yeah, in those with, areas. This, with this group yeah. and a couple, of, get the guy two goals, he's going to look like a different player. Yeah, exactly. Everyone changes their opinion instantaneously. And, well,
0: even from from his point of view, the confidence, like you, you get a couple of goals, you set a couple up, and you go, all right, I got this. Like I'm, you're rolling right along now. So he,
1: and he missed a couple of good opportunities so far, and you can tell he was a little frustrated with himself. Yeah. So yeah. and you know, real international quick international update, he. T- <laughs> for Ganea, he rainbowed the ball with his back heel over his head into the penalty box and won a penalty. So, yeah, he's pretty class. Okay. Yeah, no, he's a great. He's <laughs> going to be a solid player. Yeah, I, I think we sometimes expect too much too soon. It's those new price tags that players have on him. and like the hype. Like, like we sat a whole season waiting for him to come, so like there was yeah. all this hype built up, yeah. and you know, and everybody
0: was watching his Bundesliga highlights, and you yeah. wanted him to be exactly that guy, and it's like, well, it doesn't work that way.
1: So I'm just gonna like because we do have only two fan questions and that's or not fan. Well, we like technically have here. three now. <laughs> yeah. I was oh, really? texted one. Oh okay, it. excellent. Okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna shove one of these into the preview because it fits. Okay. Um, and it came from Donald Blaney. Okay. Is that how I say it? Right? Yeah. And uh, he asked, "Lavrin or Gomez as your ideal centre back partner for VVD."
0: It's a really tough question, right? Cuz Lovren on his day, you see what he can do. But I'm going to stick with Gomez just because the two of them with that much pace and ability, you know, when they come forward on a corner together, there's just a handful to mark. Uh, they they seem to communicate really well. They both yeah. are, you know, have a great amount of athleticism, they're good in the air. I just think ultimately they're they're really the best combo we could ask for. Yeah. And Yeah, You know, like I said, I respect Lovren, and I think he's a really good partner for VVD. When they play together, they do well, but he does have those mistakes, and he is, uh, you know, he's not old or anything, but he's had some injury problems, his back, his stomach thing. So... You know, I, maybe it's good for him to play less games, and then you can you have that flexibility. Yeah. So. And
1: everyone always forgets Joel Matip. Apparently, apparently he's the guy that no one remembers. He's kind of forgettable. <laughs> he's like honest. he's the new Ragnar Klavan kind uh, of. Yeah. That's fine. But I actually, in that regard, I wouldn't too like be too surprised if because you know Klopp has talked a lot about getting these guys breaks, mm-hmm. and I think yeah. getting our center back pairing a break, I wouldn't be surprised if Huddersfield. Like out the back Like Lovren plays Even maybe a Joel Matip Because he did well In the one game he played Against Southampton And if you're looking At Southampton As like a clue Of how Klopp Is going to rotate If he's going to rotate You know Oh, like his back line, his two center back pair, like against like, Southampton who isn't like a big team, there's a potential there that like, you know, getting like Van Dyke and getting Gomez some minutes out of their legs is kind of crucial. I, yeah. I do also prefer Gomez with Van Dyke just because of the pace thing. Like, if like if the question is
0: you're playing, you know, Real Madrid, yeah, who no. are you going with? you yeah. going with Gomez. Yeah
1: you know there's obviously nuance there with the yeah. whole rotation and yeah whatever And yeah. but whatever. if you're playing Huddersfield like I don't see why Dejan Lovren can't slide in yeah, so, yeah so his question was like an ideal partner so the ideal partner is Gomez because of all the he basically, it was said yesterday Trent Alexander Arnold and his England press, pressers that he was doing he called uh, Joe Gomez Van Dyke Jr. or whatever <laughs> or, or minivan or minivan, minivan. you know yeah was, <laughs> there we go we got someone make that banner minivan oh no that's happening <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm already brainstorming
0: just a just a VVD pulling up in a, cry, or a Plymouth Voyager, <laughs>
1: like arm out the window. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's happening. Oh, Gomez in the back, <laughs> minivan.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, the ultimate soccer dad, Virgil oh, Van Dyke. Yeah. Oh, and it fits too because of that whole you know about the Mercedes van that we have with the club. Huh. Oh, so you haven't heard about this? Oh, this is a perfect little segment right here. Okay, okay. so Reddit is a great place because all these <laughs> memes get born. So when Klopp came, you remember how they had that flight tracking website that crashed? That was all birthed, yeah. that was all birthed out of Reddit and Reddit's obsession with tracking potential transfer oh, targets yeah, or whatever, yeah, yeah. right? So you can log in to like the different CC- CCT cameras on the highways in England and like watch if you want oh, to, because yeah. uh, it's all publicly funded or whatever. Um, and so people had gotten to the point where they had found the van that's in all those like player signing videos and they oh, got the yeah, license yeah, yeah. tag and they track the van when it's coming <laughs> up the M6 or whatever into Liverpool. This like, oh there's a signing coming. Blah, blah, blah. And so like the whole thing with Virgil van Dyke is like, get in the van, get in the van or whatever. And so like people were like memeing this like m- like generic gray Mercedes like, like Voyager with eight seats or whatever it is uh-huh. and talking about our van and everyone like people had memorized the license tag or whatever. Someone had name them there's a twitter account for our van oh, for the yeah. for yeah, our transfer van so right. yeah 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 so
0: yeah i it, forgot about all of the, this. the whole <laughs> minivan
1: the whole minivan van banner is meant to be it's oh, all perfect it has all...
0: to be <laughs> we're doing it in january
1: we're doing it in january
0: it has to be signed in january of last year it's the one year anniversary yeah right welcome, we're doing it
1: welcome to liverpool i started my next
0: banner but that has to be the next one after
1: that yeah exactly oh you started a banner Mm. Oh, secret, secret are no fun, but we'll save that. We'll save it. Man. I'll tell you about it when we're off. Okay. Um, so, yeah, that's that's about it for, for looking forward. Yeah. 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 So. Um, I mean, we could talk about Allison, but I prefer to do that keeper thing where, like, we just don't talk about him except to say worth every single penny. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I like it. Um, so what's the other question? Because I, I think we should save this last, the other one. just
0: uh, Yeah. Let's go ahead and get this one out of here because th- courtesy of Tom Melton, <laughs> who just likes to fuck with me. Yeah. He's like, all right, so question for you guys today is Mary fuck kill Lovren Sala Robertson. <laughs> <laughs> oh
1: goodness.
0: <laughs> and oh. I've already got it. All right. So all right, what's yours? I'm gonna have to kill Lovren because there's been a lot of moments I've wanted to do that anyways. Yeah. <laughs> and then I'm gonna I'm gonna fuck Mo just because, you know, it's like it's like a love affair with an attacker, you know. That's just how it is. Oh, you know, like you love an attacker, but yeah. they come and they go. You
1: yeah. Know? <laughs> Jesus Christ, it's on my chest.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: oh, All right. and then I'm gonna marry Robertson because you know, yeah, steady, yeah, steady,
1: <laughs> steady. Oh, okay, so yeah, while well, you were. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, goodness. Right. Uh, yeah, so <laughs> uh, I'm marrying Mo. The first thing I thought All was, right. I'm going to marry Mo. He's so sweet. He's just a sweet guy, you know? He's just so <laughs> sweet. <He's> just, <laughs> you know? He likes coffee. He doesn't go out drinking. He's just very stay-at-home, very quiet, very, you know, he has, he's, a, he's a nice lad. He's a, he'd be a great husband. <laughs> 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 Thanks, Tom. Uh, <laughs> Uh as far as as far as fucking goes. Uh yeah, this is a tough one cuz part of me is like Robinson would be crazy. Like he's Scottish, he's Gaelic, you know, like uh, the, all the fucking things that go with, you know, freedom, William yeah. Wallace, like that whole idea. That's, you know, I don't think I'm ready for all that. <laughs> But at the same token, I feel like it'd be so much harder to kill Andy Robertson <laughs> yeah. than it would be to yeah. kill Lovren. Yeah, yeah. I feel like I well, just, like Croatians are crazy too. So I feel like I'd just be like, "Hey, Lovren, what's that on your shirt?" And he'd look down and I like, just <laughs> get him like that because he's very easy to trick or and fool. just pull. get him <laughs> while he's
0: dancing. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, but you know, do I really want uh, uh, Lovren? I don't. <laughs> it's just a, such a tough question. I'm gonna go marry Mo. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna kill Robertson because that would be a great story. Because <laughs> it would be a great fight. Like it, <laughs> it'd be absolutely wild. It'd be a great story to tell. And then just, I'd fuck Auburn and never talk about it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: You know, the other reason I'm marrying Robertson
1: is to get my Scottish, uh, my yeah, Scottish passport. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you can travel through the EU easily without yeah, exactly. any problems. Oh, yeah. God. That's, hey, you're smart. You're a smart get to man the UK right there. no problem. You're a smart man there. So there's Zach. Thanks, Tom, so that's much. Appreciate it, yeah. You're just adding to the show. We said
0: that we would answer anything. Yeah, that's so true. So there it is, folks. Guys. Proof. You can ask
1: anything. <laughs> uh, so back to the football. Yeah. Before we sign out here. uh. If you had to pick one player from our current roster to put on the 13-14 roster to ensure we win the league, who would it be from Matt Smith? VVD. See, I thought about this too, and I, was, I thought maybe VVD. I think the obvious one's Mosala because everyone's like, oh, the goals. But we didn't struggle to
0: score that, that year. Was the, that's the thing is you got to remember the context of that season. We scored so many goals. We were just winning games 5-3, and yeah. what we needed to do was not give up so many. So I would either shore up center back. Because it was Skirtle, and who was his partner that season? It was was
1: Agger sometimes, and then it was... um, Colotore. Yeah, Colatore sometimes. So, yeah,
0: I'm going VVD unless... Yeah, I'm even going with that over at Allison because Minule wasn't terrible at all times at that that time. I mean, he he used to be a really good shot stopper.
1: So I'm going to go with VVD. So I thought about Allison, too, because... Just because, you know, the lads did everything they had to do up until the Chelsea match, right? So we're really only looking at how do we fix the squad... From Chelsea Crystal Palace and the Newcastle I think Is who we played the last game of the season against mm-hmm. So how do we fix that little run And the thing About the Gerrard slip is that If you have a world class keeper He bails out Steven Gerrard all the times that Steven Gerrard has pulled you through, has done everything. And If you have VVD's pace, maybe he catches see, Demba the, Yeah. Oh, no. You know who it was? It was Sako, wasn't it? No, it wasn't. We didn't have Sako yet. I'm trying to remember who was the other center back because Agger didn't. We was, didn't have Sako yet. We bought yeah, him that following It was Skirtle because Skirtle scored all the goals and then it, it must have been Agger. I just can't remember. Or did we have Sako that season? I can't remember. I remember we had Ali Sissoko. Yeah, we did. not <laughs> have that for a while. I but about but that. anyways, like so like part of me feels like if you have Allison in there, like we saw against Chelsea, he made those saves mm-hmm. against like Willian and against Hazard or whatever, one-on-ones. So part of me is like, well, if you have Allison in there, he makes that save, and then Chelsea's still parking their bus the whole game. Yago Aspas never comes on and kicks that corner kick. Maybe I take Shakiri just to take a fucking corner kick. It's normal. Yeah. Just because, you know, f- yeah. you know we still lose Although the league.
0: Although that team had Gerard, so, Yeah, right. Uh, you know, you can always throw him in on a corner yeah, well, or Coutinho. Yeah,
1: well, apparently we just throw Yago Aspas on to pass the ball to Fernando Torres, <laughs> which is the other thing people forget is that he literally just passed the ball to Fernando Torres, the uh, ultimate demon of all time to just go and like pass the ball down the field and give it to whoever Demba Ba to score another goal, whoever the hell it was. Um, and then the other thought I had was, you know, the main thing that everyone talked about after that season and they still talk about it, is the reason we lost it is because Jordan Henderson got his red card. And so I was like, hmm, do you take yeah. a midfielder to like play that box to box role that Henderson was playing and maybe it turns out a little better against Chelsea? um no, but I like so like the three ones I thought about were Virgil Van Dyke, Allison, or um I think Jeannie Vinaldum would be like the perfect like little asset in there um, to to play it um but yeah, or maybe Kada in like if we go Kada knows the whole system in like perfect form like Ka s- <laughs> so
0: I'm gonna still. Are you VVD for another reason? And that is that do we have some of the other results where we. Yeah, see, so drop points. We, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we just gave up too many goals and you're you yeah. just like, some ridiculous draw. Does Palace goal difference, happen? Yeah. You know, like stuff like that. We'll see, Our goal difference yeah. over the course of the season is yeah, exactly. so much yeah. lower.
1: With VVD? Yeah, I just think that, yeah, we would. We would have won that title. Yeah, I didn't even consider that, like how like early in the season you just take out like one or two or three goals here and there, and you start to make up that goal difference. And yeah. You're not going balls to the wall against Crystal Palace, and maybe even if you lose to Chelsea, it doesn't even matter. It doesn't even matter. Because you can just win those last two games, and you're 3 nil up against Crystal Palace, and you're like, I right, that's sound. We're Park five, the bus. Yeah, we're or five goals up on goal difference or whatever, yeah. and we don't have to worry about it. Um yeah, I guess I guess Virgil Van Dyke is like the 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 big shout, the one that you would have to go with because you know, Mignolet wasn't really that shit. Our midfield was pretty decent for what we were playing, and like yeah. was working out. Like even Joe Allen at that that time he was contributing. Yeah, playing in the diamond that we played at Old Trafford was brilliant and all that. You know, the front two obviously there's nothing you can fix there. No, maybe maybe you cheekily like fuck Raheem Sterling, get him out of the squad. <laughs> like <laughs> he doesn't get a medal, and we put Mane in there. <laughs> like, <laughs> all right, here's it. All
0: right, let's flip it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So a player from that squad that you bring into this one.
1: Oh my. There's not many. I mean, I've. If we're talking like a Steven Gerrard holding midfielder. Like, <laughs> yeah, I fancy that a little bit. I don't know. I'm gonna say
0: Phil. Because yeah. the, I think we see now what we're kind of missing—that midfielder with a little bit yeah. of trickery and ability to push the ball forward and, and see, feed the forwards balls. Are we like, taking
1: the the? Are we taking the player as they were in that season? or are we taking yes like, like their perfect form like so are we taking mm. are we just going hey just don't do the Phil Coutinho transfer or are we going like <laughs> no i take Phil Coutinho 13 14 with the mini fro a little child running around I'm gonna say there.
0: yes the form at the time
1: okay okay so yeah I, that's still that's still pretty interesting a Phil yeah. Coutinho uh, Phil that Phil Coutinho on this team and then let him mature and then sell him again for $120. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> just redo the whole thing over okay, i'm fine with that
1: <laughs> How to make two fifty two hundred fifty million off one player <laughs> selling him twice. Uh yeah, I'm trying to think if there's anyone else like Suarez maybe, but I don't even fancy Suarez in our system. And no. maybe as a backup to Bobby, he would be like a pretty well, a pretty like for like switch. I don't mind him.
0: I wouldn't mind him in our system as that Suarez. Yeah. You know, he would God, he used to run so much. He would yeah. be great in this system, but Look, we we don't have any shortage of attacking options. No, That's it's not true. Where we're, we don't We're, we're not, not weak need it. in that department. Yeah. I don't want to get Bobby out of the lineup. Yeah. You know, and if you did bring Suarez in, you could just push Bobby back. But it's just like, I, I don't know. I'm fine yeah. with our front three.
1: Yeah.
0: Or our, our attacking options. Yeah. It's
1: mainly in the back. Yeah, so yeah, Coutinho. Yeah, you, there's no one in the back that you'd even or, bring in to uh, like s- to swap. We're not, talking about swapping yeah, over thirteen, fourteen. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry, I got you, that backwards again. Yeah, like oh, we're <laughs> sorting out the back, and like, I, yeah, I guess you do have to do a midfield option. I guess. I, yeah, it's mainly in the middle that I'm worried. Oh, I would just take Steven Gerrard and be like, "Let's go in the fucking league, lad. Let's do it." <laughs> oh yeah! Oh yeah! Oh! Oh, dude, if I could do the 08,
0: 09 Steven Gerrard, yeah, right squad. Oh. <laughs>
1: This sounds like a whole like episode. Like let's take players from all the different yeah, seasons, seasons. and just hear, throw them hear. in the random teams. We'll get a bowl. We'll have a bowl let's with your all time started. We'll, oh, we'll have a season. A great idea. We'll have a season in one bowl. Like right, yeah. like just seasons, and then you got to pull another season out of another bowl, yeah. and you got to swap players. This is it. That's a whole show. <laughs> yeah, We're doing that. Yeah, I like time. it. I like it a lot. I like yeah. it. I like it a lot. Um so yeah, yeah. That, that, that's is that it? I think I think we've covered it all. In yeah, we done your questions. <laughs> I don't think there was any other questions. I, that, that no, I saw. there wasn't. That's it. Yeah. So next time we'll do a little bit better job of getting it out there of notifying you. Yeah, because that yeah, was the uh,
0: that was the big problem as we waited till the last second.
1: Yeah. So. Oh, so can we just steal a question from someone else's show that I really liked? What was that? It was who do you 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 have a battle royale at at Melwood? <laughs> who is the guy that you backed to come out alive? A, a fight to the death oh, you can only use the stuff that's at the stadium or at the, at the ground to like, fight you. there's not like guns there like, wait, wait 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 what show is this on? it was on Red Men TV someone asked me this question it, okay. Yeah, <laughs> if you don't watch Red Men TV check them out as well as Infra, absolutely stuff. But yeah, so I just want to steal their question okay. Battle Royale at Melwood who do you take who's the guy that you think is coming out on the other end live first team squad no, no youth players nothing no like that no youth players yeah. okay um you, I mean, obviously, like the, the obvious ones are like the big fellers, you know, scrapping it out. like Yeah. A man died. But I, I
0: kind of fancy Bobby. You know, the work rate. That's true. And then the kung fu kicks That's are killer. That's true. You know, I kind of I mean, fancy Bobby coming out doing like he's probably got some
1: Capoeira knowledge. You know. Yeah. <laughs> you never know. So if if you're going Bobby, I'm just gonna I'm actually just gonna go Monet because I feel like he'd just follow him around and copy what he does. <laughs> <guys. laughs>
0: And then just let and him do all the work. He does all the work. And <laughs> like then he just
1: has to have energy for one battle. Have you ever played these uh, these battle royale video games at all? Have uh-uh. you? No. So like, I my my roommate has a PlayStation, and I play Fortnite every so often. And I I'm really bad at shooting games, like terrible. <laughs> I only really, really like playing FIFA and like Pez and stuff like that.
0: Pez. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and so like, um, I I what I do is I just sneak around the whole time. And I I don't I don't kill anyone, and I just I just try to stay out of the way. And then when it gets down to like the final three, I'm like, All right, I'm gonna assert myself now. <laughs> I just, legitimately, if I can just wait, I only have to kill one person, and I can win this whole game. So I feel like Monet would just yeah sneak around, copy what Bobby does, do karate kicks, and then Bobby would like knock everyone out, and be at the end there. And Monet would just come out, and whatever was the last karate kick he did to the person he knocked out. He would just do that instantaneously. <laughs> copy him, knock him out, and then he'd be like. And then afterward, they'd interview him and he'd be like, "Mane, you just copied what Bobby did." No, I did this in training last week. He's copying what I did. I am the champion, and Ma- Sadio Mane wins. That's who I'm picking. All right.
0: <laughs> I was like, maybe Milner just runs everybody into the ground and keeps refueling well, so would- with Ribena, like as the thing goes on. <laughs> <laughs> so-
1: so they said on there, so there was a shout for Alberta Moreno because Chris uh, Paul was like, Oh, I'm taking VVD or Allison because they're big lads or whatever. Yeah. And Payjack was just picking people that could run away, well, like hide. <laughs> and it was like, Your whole strategy is just they're going to hide. Like, that's yes. it. So he picked Albie Moreno as an outside shot just because he's like, You know, I fancy Albie Moreno being. He's beer. kind of invisible when he's out there. <laughs> he's <laughs> there. He is invisible, anyways. Yeah. <laughs> Oh goodness! Uh, oh, but yeah. So it's a great question. Yeah, right. So yeah, but next time we'll get we'll get the we'll get the posted up quicker that we need questions yeah. from you guys because was the first time we had like ten. We had a
0: we had we had a I got a LFC Tampa Bay shout out on Anfield Rap. They oh. last week's AFQ they asked there you go our question which was and I'll ask it to you meal you love but you can't eat because it fucks you up inside
1: meal that I love but I can't eat because it fucks it's pizza pizza it's it's like red sauce pizza. <sighs> yeah, it really just it does the number on me. Really, yeah, and I love I love the way like red sauce pizza. We talked about the pizzas that we preferred last yeah. time or whatever,
0: yeah. and Full like serpent. you know yeah yeah right, it's
1: <laughs> like a pizza. <laughs> <laughs> it's the pizza of life, as the Lion King goes, you know. But so yeah, but like I love like tomato sauce is great, like spaghetti, like it's the, like the red sauce. It's tasty, it's delicious. There's a reason why Italians use it on everything, you know. But as soon as I eat it, I get like the just. Dis- outrageous heartburn instantaneously. Mm. It's up in the back of my throat. Oh, it's uncomfortable. Brutal. Like, I can't even, like, lay down. Otherwise, all the acid is spilling out of my stomach into my esophagus. I can just feel it yeah. happening. <laughs> so, like, yeah, it's that. It's red sauce piece. Uh, white sauce piece is amazing. It's great. I love it. But it's just, it, there's something about the tomato sauce that just really completes the whole, they figured it out. That's why they do it that way, you know? So, yeah. like, it's that. What about you?
0: Uh, I'm getting older, so my stomach is getting um, not as, like, steel as it was before. And when I was growing up, I used to love to eat. Like, you go to a place, sports bar, whatever, wing place, and I would just get, like, the hottest shit that you could get. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Oh, I was one of those people, like, sweating, and I'm just so happy. Like, just (laughs) sweating with a beer, eating the hottest shit chicken wings. Yeah. But these days, man, if I do it, like, I will spend... I don't know, at least seven hours the next day on the toilet. Oh, jeez. Like, it's just, it's just straight through. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, just like s- sweating on the other end. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and that concludes on my chest. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you know the flow was just there. The flow was going, as they say. It just felt right, man. But oh, so yeah, so yeah. Okay, I don't have. I'm not. I'm not that age yet where this stuff has started happening in my stomach. Where like I don't know. I have reactions like that right now. Well, I mean,
0: like I can eat anything I want. Like I have a pretty good constitution. But like that. Yeah. Particular item these days, like I can still eat pretty hot wings, yeah. like just regular hot wings, but like the nuclears and yeah. the lightning, you know, like that flavor.
1: Yeah, no, <sighs> just not, not we're winning. done. Without the ship has sailed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna be on the toilet for yeah. a while. That's, like. a, that's a charity that's not worth it. As they say, <laughs> <laughs> as they say in certain realms, as they say. <laughs> Oh uh, so yeah, that's been the Tampa Bay cop talk episode two. All right, nice. hopefully you've gotten this far and yeah, enjoyed all hopefully. of it. If not, like the last minute's been terrifying. Yeah. And it over. I'm
0: just, get,
1: I'm just gonna get a text from Tom.
0: When did you guys fuck marry kill? What's going on? Yeah. <laughs> I've been listening for
1: 45 minutes yeah. and nothing. Yeah, all this shit and nothing. I want to know who you're gonna marry fucking kill. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, so Next time we'll get the we'll get the post up to get more questions. Um. As always, we have a blog going, do pre-matches for the, on there. We also post some articles time to time. Once again, if you want to write something. Yeah, if you're interested, let us know. Reach out, let us know. We also have started up a, a weekly review podcast uh, with me and our local Tottenham mascot, Caleb. <laughs> he, knows, he knows what he is. He, he appreciates He enjoys we can it. Start, we can
0: start what I'm dubbing the air quote rivalry. <laughs> yeah. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> it's a rivalry
1: <laughs> between these oh, two Oh, he's going to hear this, and then he's going to bring <laughs> he's it up on going to be next... <laughs> so pissed. I love it. <laughs> he goes at it. He was going at it with Declan at, at the horse and jockey. Oh, no. About the rivalry, like, back and forth for, like, a good 20 minutes. And oh, it was Declan, like,
0: like... There's no fucking... <laughs> no, yeah, exactly,
1: basically. <laughs> okay, was like, no, but you know, like, we're... I was just sitting there. I was like, yeah, okay, whatever. This Fuck is off. <laughs> I'm going to watch this match right now anyways. Um. So, yeah, we have that podcast. We have the blog. Uh, as always... Go and follow the Facebook pages. Join the groups for the different pubs uh, so you can keep up to date on any Absolutely. information. Let us know about Quiz Night. Do you want to do it? Do you not? Do you want it to be just football knowledge? Do you just want to be Liverpool stuff? Do you want there to be prizes? Do you just want to show up and hang out? You know, let us know. Pre-Thanksgiving? Uh, yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, we're working on the holiday party, as Dave said, but that's for another we'll time. another time, yeah. We'll... Char- no details. Yeah. Charity Walk, November 4th. Remember, we have two spots as of October thirteenth. Recording this twelve twenty one p.m. Um, <laughs> we have two spots, so if if you're interested, reach out and let us know. Um, and yeah, other than that, uh, exciting times ahead. We're top of the league yeah. on points. You know, to Be there. Yeah, Join come us. out. Come out to what the pub. time pubs. that kickoff? Oh, I—I I don't know. You—you you look it up real quick, but I'll—I'll I'll do the generic. Yeah, come out and watch with us at the pub. Come on, like it's—it's it's a great time.
0: Oh, it's at twelve
1: thirty on a Saturday. You Perfect. Can't beat yeah, that. come on, come on, come out, piss off the college football crowd with us. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Oh, it's so good at, at horse and jockey because you have like random tourists that's, like wandering like let's check out this pub and like I'll be standing at a restaurant as they call it because they're not into the football and I'm standing like by the door or whatever watching the TV and they'll peek their head in it'll be like a family of four or five and they'll step in and they'll just look and they'll just walk out because <laughs> they're like yo way they too like <laughs>
0: come in the door at London Heights and I don't know why but it seems to always be the back door yeah so they come in through the bar and they're just kind of looking around like.
1: Whoo. All these people.
0: (laughs) (laughs) What are they watching? Yeah, why are they here? What is going on? Where's the old Miss Colorado State (laughs) (laughs) game?
1: I'm always just like, fuck yeah, Yeah, exactly. It's the football. Get into the real football. Come on. There's plenty of time later. There's a whole day. No, not even
0: towards them. I'm like yelling at the team. No, yeah. yeah. (laughs) Come on, Atkinson, you
1: twat. There was a family that came in during the Chelsea game. I, I don't know why or how this happened, but. Apparently, they called in, like, and, uh, like, had a reservation for 1 o'clock for, like, a table of, like, 12 or whatever Who in the corner. Right a table
0: at a pub? I don't know.
1: <laughs> and they, like, came in at, like, 1230, like, right at kickoff. And, uh, like, the, the guy at the front was like, just so you know, like, this pub's going to be full of people watching what? soccer. And they're going to be screaming and cursing. Like, they had kids with them or whatever. Uh. And at first, I was worried. But then, like, halfway through, I, I like, I was screaming at the TV or whatever, and I turned and I looked, and, like, all the kids were like, yeah! <laughs> and the parents are all terrified, like, no! No, stop screaming, you bastard! My child is fucking... My child is corrupted forever, but they really did enjoy the You'll Never Walk. Everyone that comes in that's a random that doesn't know what's going on, they love the You'll Never Walk alone, and they just like most of them do enjoy the atmosphere. So, if you have a buddy who doesn't even watch soccer, tell him to come out and have a good time.
0: Yeah, we had like some NFL people come in for uh, during the city game, and they're kind of like, Where's the game? And I'm like, I was so bad, I didn't say anything, but I'm kind of like. You can watch Falcon Steelers in any other bar yeah, in town. Yeah, exactly, like, yeah. You can go literally anywhere else. So we have, like, two locations. Yeah, you Just pick don't go to one of those two. There's
1: 700 bars yeah, in right. town. You know, like. <laughs> There's a fucking Hooters down the road. <laughs> exactly. Like, <laughs> yeah whatever, whatever it's yeah, fine. come out to the pub join up if you can 1230 Saturdays the Huddersfield kickoff and then we'll just roll right into another set of 6-7 games until the next international break yeah Um. so yeah this is Tampa Bay Cop Talk episode 2 I'm Jordan I'm David until next time up the reds up the reds Ooh. going at it for two hours <laughs>